welcome to another episode of Podcast 572. As always, uh, my name is Kyle, and as always, I'm joined by my friends Dan and Matt. We're going to go through the news as we do every two weeks. We're going to take some of your emails. We've got a lot of emails. And we're going to talk about what we're playing, which is what we're going to kick off with, as always. Um, I have had an interesting two weeks of some personal life stuff, so I have not played as much as I normally would. Um, I, you know, I talked last time we recorded a lot about, I'm going to play Scorn. You know, I've played 20 minutes of Scorn. Um, so I, all I will say about Scorn and uh, Matt, actually, you've played a lot more Scorn than I have. So I'm going to let you talk mostly about that game. I will just say like the 20 minutes I played, I really like the atmosphere. So I look forward to playing more of it, but I just, that's, that's literally, and that was like today, I played 20 minutes of it. <laughs> so like right before we started recording, just cause I wanted to say, well, I've at least played it. Um, the biggest thing this week for me is I finished the quarry finally. Um, it's actually kind of funny because when I finished the quarry, I didn't realize like where I had saved it last. I had like 15 minutes left of that game. And then oh. it was like the end. And then it was like the end credits, which goes on way too fucking long. It's like 25 minutes of credits because it's you're listening to a podcast oh, between okay. two people so talking about like, the events of what happened. So it's in story of what's going on. Okay. Oh. What's interesting about that, though, is like I wonder if the way you play the game, if that recording changes depending on who lives and who dies and that kind of thing. I would have to assume so, it does. I would right? assume it does. I would assume so, but um, yeah. I'm still mixed on the quarry. Like in terms of supermassive games – I've played all of them. I think this is their weakest one. And I think a lot of it has to do with the, there's two reasons. One, too much teenage bullshit, like way more than the other. Like if you play any of the dark pictures games or like go back to um, the first, what's what's the name of the first one they did? Until Dawn, right? Yeah. Okay. Until Dawn, like had a really good balance of like, okay, there's some teenage bullshit, but also there's, you know, a lot of spooky elements here. This game takes way too long to get to that. And then when it does, like it's okay. The other thing I'll say, and I don't want to spoil it, like, I don't know how much is out there about, like, what the monsters actually are in the game. Has, has, don't, is yeah, it out don't there? Right there? Okay. Don't say I'm not going to say what they are. I'm going to play it at okay. some point. Okay. I won't say what they are, but I thought their designs were kind of lame as well. So, with that being said, like, it's a phenomenal-looking game graphically, except for any water effects. Any water effects in this game look like they're swinging in jello. It's really weird. Like, like, there's a scene where, like, two teenage kids are fucking around in, in the quarry, obviously. And, like, they're splashing around in the water. It just looks like they're, like, splashing thick globs of jello. It's really weird. So, and for a game that looks so good, it's just really weird, like, why it doesn't look that way. So, um, but in terms of, like, the story, I don't know. I just thought it was the weakest. So, and maybe it's how I played the game. So, I'll say, like, I not, like, obviously how these games work. Like, you can either get everybody to live, everybody to die. Or like a mixture. When I ended the game, I think two of the characters died. How many I are just, there? I didn't, of the main characters that you play as, there's like six, I want to say. Okay. Six or seven. Because um, like it, when the game starts, there's two characters that are in the intro. And then they disappear for that you play as one of them. They disappear for a while because of how the story goes. And then later on, they, they come back into the story and you play as that one person again. So, And they kind of explain what happens. Okay. So, it's not bad. Like I'll say it's like it's not a bad game or anything like that. I just playing every single one of the studio's games, I feel like this one is the weakest one that they put out story wise. Um that I'm not that's not to deter anyone from playing it though. And again, like as I I've said and I'll bang the drum again, like don't buy it for seventy dollars, obviously. Right. But it's 
you can find it for half that price now anywhere. Well, Black Friday's so. coming, like, in about a yeah, month or so. Yeah, I was about so. to say, I'm pretty sure it'll yeah. drop to, what is that, GameStop does, like, a 25, a 30, or... Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Always, yeah. There was always different things, and sometimes it would depend on publishers. Sometimes it's like it's thirty percent off, or otherwise it'd be fifteen, twenty-five, thirty-five. Some I could well, see Quarry being yeah, like okay, something like that. Forty bucks, maybe thirty-five. Also, it's also important to note this and only this specific game by them is published by Two K, so they'll put it on. Oh, oh yeah, Two K. Because remember, Two K picked up the rights when yeah. Stadia went down because this was originally a Stadia exclusive game. Yeah. So Two uh, K, uh, yeah, Two K always would put stuff on sale a lot they more than a lot of other people did i would say black friday if i had to guess i'd say it'll be like 30 bucks black friday that feels like the right price point for black i could friday. see it being yeah 35 because that's half off 30 35 and then like the since it's not a game that has a free upgrade the older versions will be ten dollars cheaper yeah. yeah yeah um other game i played i only played like an hour of this and i haven't had a chance to go back this was one i actually randomly bought a physical copy of when I went into the GameStop order by me maybe a month ago. It's this uh, scary game called Phobia St. Dinfa Hotel, which just looked really interesting. Like, I'd never heard of it. I was in the store. I, you know, I looked up on Open Critic. I'm like, does this game don't have decent reviews? It has decent reviews. I'm like, all right. Um, it's a first-person horror game. Kind of reminds me of, like, it, it's, it, it's again, PT influenced so many things in the horror genre for right. games in the last seven years, so it's that another is, first person. That is a genre now. <laughs> it is yeah. a genre now. PT so is, yeah. it's, it's kind of one of those, but you can do a little bit more. Uh, so you like you start out, basically when the game starts, you are you start out in like a flashback, so you're like in this jail cell, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Not, not spoil anything, some spooky stuff happens, and then it kind of jumps forward into the character that you're actually playing, who is going to this hotel to write a story for this newspaper that he just started working at. And the story that he's writing is about the disappearance of the character that you played as in the intro. Okay, yeah. So you're trying to figure out, like, what's going on with this character. Um, and obviously, spooky shit starts happening right away, so. Of course. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'll also say, like, I, I have it on the PS5. It looks really good graphically. It does have like a performance mode and a ray tracing mode. <laughs> you flip on ray tracing mode, it's real bad. So yeah, I'm not going to sure. do that. Like it's real, yeah. like maybe 20 frames. So I kept it at the high frame rate mode. It, it, it looks stunning like that way. So, um, but that seems like a cool game. I'm going to continue. <laughs> and then honestly, really the last thing that I have, uh, and I also just looked at this now because I totally forgot about it until today. The full release of Vampire Survivors is out, which, like, we'll see how the rest of the year wraps up. But right now, it's my game of the year. for $3 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They put a lot into this full release. They've completely overhauled all the music. So, like, I'd say, like, the music that was in the game would be something I would almost say was, like, placeholder. This is, like, straight up banging Castlevania-like tunes now. So, like, really, like, I had... I, I actually connected like my PC speakers because I was like, oh, I'll just throw this on a little bit and play around. And like this thing, this shit was bumping. I was really surprised. Cool. Um, they have a different, uh, like, they kind of updated the graphics because what happened between uh, in this like last six months, they actually switched engines on the backside. So the game actually runs a lot smoother now, which is cool too. Oh, okay. Um, and they've added some more characters uh, because now it's a full release. Unfortunately, there's no, I actually restarted on uh, Game Pass. So I'm playing on PC there. Uh, there is no uh, cloud support for it yet. That's what I was hoping for because I wanted to play it, you know, with my backbone. Yeah. Since they still haven't put it out on console, but it does have full achievements now. 
So, oh, that's cool. Which is cool. Like it didn't have so. that in preview, but now it does. So that's an incentive for me just to start over and play through. So yeah, yeah. But that's that kind of wraps up. Like I said, it was kind of a week week for me or two weeks because I had some other personal stuff going on. But uh, I will kick it over to you, Dan. Okay. Yeah, I I played a whole bunch of random kind of stuff, um, just moving on from other things. And um, the number one thing I played uh, this week was uh, that Dragon Quest Builders game because they added it to uh, Premium on Plus. Yeah. I never got around to them when they first came out because it it was oddly enough like that one and especially the second one never really went down to like a price that I was like, oh, I'll I'll buy it now and play. Like they always kind of hung up in price, which is weird. But for them to add those and then both of those Heroes games to Plus, I was like, finally, I can mm-hmm. just play through all these games. Um, I really like this game a lot. Like, I, I, I know it's something I, I think I knew it was something I would like. Yeah, but, um, no. It, you're just playing the first one, right? I'm you just playing the first the one. Yeah, I'm just going to do okay. them in a row. Just back it's to back. It's really good. Okay. Yeah, like, it's really good. It's a really good mix of, like, exploration and, like, Minecraft-type stuff, but with, like, actually, like, a purpose. Like, I actually feel like... Mm-hmm. I'm driven forward it's to do things. It's a more focused version of Minecraft. Yeah, like you do little quests and stuff, and you don't spend a ton of time building stuff. But it's and, and the building is simplistic, but it's it's easy enough to kind of understand almost immediately. And like I'm having fun just rebuilding the first little town, and then going mm-hmm. out and getting yeah. uh, doing the little quests they have you do, which is what drives it forward, where you learn how to make things and and all that stuff. Uh, it's super chill. Like it's not difficult. At it's all. a very chill game. <laughs> Yeah, unless unless you chilly. go out of your way to earn to make it, it difficult. Yeah. yeah, like uh, if you if you try to explore too far, you'll run into stuff that will will make it a problem for you. But for sure. uh, if you if you kind of stick to what it tells you to do in the beginning and and kind of mess around in the first area to get ready, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. And like you meet little you know other people and they give you, hey, build me this kind of room or build me that <laughs> kind of room or build a kitchen and. Yeah, I think like once you start building the town, you'll have random like characters run to your town and be like, "I really need help with this or that," and then they might yeah. explain like your little yeah, community. like somebody showed up and he was like, um, "We really need you really need to make like a kitchen so we can cook food," yeah. and then that's how you yeah. learn how to cook food. One and of the then cooler that things is, is like, like a chef or something. Yeah, they'll start yeah. to make stuff for you without using like your ingredients and stuff, and you, you can go get things and you'll always have food without having to do it yourself, which is nice because it kind of takes up some of the tedious parts of it yeah sure yeah um yeah it's just it's super fun like and it's, it's not really, uh it's really colorful um, yeah it's it, it's very it's, you like I mean, that dragon quest art style oh yeah it, it's, it's, it I looks mean, amazing it's clearly a dragon and quest game the music obviously music like, is great dragon quest music yeah and it's all in there uh all so. the enemies and stuff are there and like you kill a slime and you get goo which you can use to make mm-hmm. torches and all this other kind of stuff and I also like that there's like an incentive to like decorate things and like that makes your base better because your base can level up yeah. and like kind of stuff. So it's pretty fun. Um, and then every so often, you know, you have to defeat like a raid, like where the guys will just yeah. run up on your base and wreck shit. But it's fun because it's it gives it uh, you can't sleep on the combat in the game. Like you have to participate no, you in that kind of stuff, which is fine. It's it's good. Um, so I put a lot of that. I'll, I'm definitely going to finish that one. And then I think my plan is to finish that and then move on to the heroes game. Number oh, one, yeah. and then Heroes go to Builders really two, and then Heroes two. Um, okay. Just because you know, me, I like I like Muso games, so I'm looking forward to it's playing. It's a Heroes. really it's a really good one too. Mm-hmm. At least the first one. I haven't played this. I have the second one. I never played the second one. But yeah. It's a really good one. Uh, the other like premium thing I checked out really quick, just because you know I moved on from Wheel of Fortune. I guess was Monopoly <laughs> Plus is on there for free. Okay. Um, 
Wasn't that the you know, one that was trashed? Yeah, uh, I, I, re- I remember there was a Monopoly on, I want to say Switch when it came out. Where remember like, oh, the okay. times were like five minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Okay. I think it is. I think it is this version because the little times on my PS, you know, PS4 copy of this game on, on PS5, PS5 are bad. <laughs> like for okay. a Monop- for a Monopoly game, it makes zero sense how okay. this game plays so <laughs> incredibly slow. It, like okay. every every aspect of this game is slow. You want to uh, like roll the dice? You have to hit X like twice to roll the dice, and then they have to, and then there's actually like, the animation of the dice rolling. It's like just skip it, man. Just tell me the number. And then here's you can't, your like, token. Press start to skip it, or some it of the stuff, some of the animations you cannot. Oh, okay. Some of them no, you can skip, bad. but it's like it's just awful, and it takes forever um, to move around. Like I played it for a little bit and was like, yeah, I think I'm done. I don't. This is. I like no, Monopoly. I, this is a bad version of Monopoly, so that's gone. <laughs> Probably play um, the board game faster. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather play that. You can play weirder versions of that game. Um, the the main other game I played on console was uh, I finally I bought that Arcade Paradise game because there's a physical version of it. Yeah, and I've had it on my like digital wish list for a while, and then I I I must have forgot that they made a physical version. But then I saw it on Amazon one day for twenty five, and I was like, I'm just gonna do it because like okay. we, we we talked about how we like those like sim. You know, like the lawn mowing simulator and house flipper and all that kind of stuff. And that's, well, basically, yeah. that's basically what this is, except it's you're just building an arcade. Not real. Well, kind of. You start. You're uh, running a. You're running. No, Ooh. you're running a laundromat first, uh, and then okay. there's an arcade in the back room. Okay. So like, what oh. happened, the story. The storyline is: is your dad leaves you his laundromat for you to run, and uh, your sister, I guess, had run it at some point and left some arcade machines in the back. Okay. And and you. Um, one of the things you do like your maintenance throughout the day is to empty the, the coins out of the machines and your sure. character finds out that like, Oh, these actually make more money than the laundromat does. Oh, so you, you try to convince your dad, like, Hey, maybe we should just make it arcade. He's like, no, no, no. It's all about laundry. People got to do laundry. <laughs> so you, you kind of make this like bootleg arcade in the back room without him knowing. Cause yeah. you order new machines. Um, it's got it's it's got like a '90s vibe to it because you order stuff like on the computer, but it looks like an old like GeoCities website. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah, um, it's right. pretty cool. And like instead of MTV, there's NTV, and it's got like <laughs> you know it's like rock and music and all that kind of stuff. So first you buy a couple machines, and then your sister she's like she works for City Hall. She's like I can get you a permit to expand the back of the building, and then sounds so you, amazing. You're, you work your way up to that. <laughs> And, uh, okay. you know, then the back becomes the arcade. Like, the, uh, the overall goal is eventually, like, the whole thing becomes an arcade. Like, you phase out the laundry machine. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah. literally, what you're doing in the beginning is literally doing people's laundry. Like, you will <laughs> – like, laundry okay. baskets will get set down. You'll put them in the washing machine. They go for, like, you know, two minutes or whatever. You take them out, put them in the okay. dryer. Take them out, put them on the shelf, and you get money for doing that. Um, the game's very generous with giving you money. Like, you get money for taking out the trash. So like every day oh, when wow. you come in, every day when you come in, in the morning, like the, it's a shithole, and there's just like yeah. burger wrappers and socks and all this stuff. You got to clean everything up. There's a mini game okay. for throwing the trash into the dumpster. Okay. Uh, and however well you do it, you get extra money. Like it's fun. Like it's fun. Like tedious. Like busy work. The only thing that sucks is like doing the the washing and the drying takes like three minutes in real time. So there's a lot of time you're oh, sitting there kind of doing nothing. But yeah. the point of it is, you're supposed to use that time to play the arcade machines in the back. Okay. So like oh, every arcade okay. machine, every arcade machine you could buy for this this place is playable. Like it's its own little. Are arcade they game. actual games, or are they just knockoffs? No, they're knockoffs, okay. but they're they're games. You, you know, know what they are? Yes. Okay. 
Um, but it's cool because every single one of them is playable. Um, that's, I haven't, cool. I have not gotten to the point of this yet, but like every arcade cabinet has like challenges you can do to earn extra stuff. I haven't unlocked that that's feature cool. yet. Oh, okay. so like there is an incentive to play them. Um, okay. It's, it's just a fun, like chill is hangout it, kind of a game. Is it a PS4 game you're playing on PS5? I'm playing on, I, I have a PS5 copy of it. Okay. Like a, okay. Like a physical it runs pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, well, because it's okay. got that. It's got a '90s pixel esque. That's fine. I like, like that aesthetic. <laughs> you will like it. You will like. That's it. what I. What that's the what funny? The funniest part. One of the mini games too. I forgot to mention is cleaning the toilet. Every so often oh, you'll get amazing. a. You'll get a. Um, how it works is you'll get a little uh, notice on your like Casio display watch. Yeah. That'll say like wash dry or like WC for water closet. And that okay. means you have to go unpl- like clog-, clog the toilet. Okay. Um, that's a mini game which has the toilet has hit points and stuff, and you have to do it. Okay. Um, that's fun, and like there's people you see people hanging out in the arcade, and from a distance they look good, but as you get okay. closer, they purposely yeah. pixelate more and more until so they just disappear <laughs> when you get next to them. It's wow. pretty funny because it's like the game is the game is very self aware of what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, How long has this uh, been out? It's been out for a little while, but um, okay. yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it's been on my digital thing for a long time because it's, I think it's 20 on digital. I was waiting for it to be like 15 or 10 or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's and then, but too. then there was a physical copy. It was 25. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do it because I want to play that yeah. kind of game. Um, super fun. Like there's clearly an end game, which would be to, you know, take over the laundromat, get every <laughs> machine and just play like yeah. that. But that's okay, okay because from that point on, then you could just play the arcade games. Um, yeah yeah it's it's cool i really really like it um i really recommend it it's it's cheap it's fun um you can like some of the arcade games are like co-op and stuff that's Um, cool it's got a cool soundtrack um you can get a jukebox for the place is it like uh like uh like that type of like 16 bit music yeah yeah no it's it's yeah it's it's what you think yeah yeah um but it's really cool. It's got a lot of different arcade games and stuff. Okay. And then um, the last major thing I played, this one came out a couple days ago. Um, a lot of people probably heard of it. Uh, Marvel Snap, the like the iOS uh, like phone game. Yeah. It's a car- it is awesome. It's so good. Okay. Like if you like card it's games, a card game. okay. it's a card game. It's it's very okay. heavily a card game. But it's also um, it's it's each round is very short, or, or like each okay. game is short. Like you could play an entire game in like two minutes. Oh wow! And, okay. Yes, which cool. is good because like it's made perfectly for mobile, and like you can just play through a couple games in a row. Um, even at, even when you lose, there's there's a penalty, but it doesn't. I don't have a problem when I lose in this game. No, that, you know, yeah. like you don't lose cards or anything like that. So how it works is basically you have a deck of cards, and there are you get twelve cards in your deck, and you customize it depending on the cards you have. So like okay. be, they're all different Marvel characters they each have two numbers on them one is energy and one is like power energy is how much it costs to play a card power is how powerful it is and power yeah. is how you power is how you win but energy is yeah it's each card can go from like one to six so on okay. turn one you have one energy you can play one card with that that has a one on it turn two is two energy so you can play okay. one, two, or two ones, and so on, and so on, and so on. And obviously, the Star Wars card game. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's taking a lot of pieces from other games For sure. because how it works is there's three like arenas in the middle, and you okay. and you have to win two out of the three arenas with having the most power on your side. 
but where the game starts to get nuts is each arena has like an area effect and then each card also has like abilities on it and stuff that can make things go uh, like play an extra card or now if you if you play a card after this this card gets more powerful or okay. or if you um you play like one card here it'll put another card on a different arena all this okay. kind of stuff it's nuts so but some of the arena like the arena stuff can get crazy where like the rules on them uh can drastically like affect the outcome where one of them was like after turn three every card on this arena just turns into the hulk okay. and, okay. and but but the hulk is like the most powerful thing so like you could play a one power card but on turn three it turns into a 12 so okay. kind of have oh, so wow. there's a lot of strategy going on where you have to like I don't have to necessarily like play it and like plan ahead, but you're playing against another person who's playing cards against you. So you have to okay. think of like possible scenarios for, for how other things will work out. Sometimes what you can get go ahead. characters. In the, in the well, there's like everybody out. there's, there's most people you can it's heroes and villains. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're going to, they're going to roll more stuff out as it goes just because are uh, they like, I'm assuming they're going to be more like a comic version of the, of the characters and not trying to do like an MCU thing here. No, no, no. It has nothing to do okay. with that. It's, okay. it's all it's all its own like artwork. It's all its own. Um, yeah. Nothing okay. is borrowing from the movies at all. Okay. Um, and but, when you say uh, Marvel, is it? Ha- it has like we're talking everything. We're talking like X Men. Oh, everybody. Like, Daredevil. Okay. So yeah, it's got it's got it's got obscure okay. people. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay. and they're and like so and then there's going to be seasonal events. Like the current one is the symbiote event where. You right. are randomly assigned Venom or Carnage, and then depending on how well you do, you'll earn like cubes for your team because it's all about cosmic cubes. You'll earn them for your team, and then the oh, winner okay. is going to get stuff at the end. There's battle passes, there's missions, there's all those kind of. Uh, stuff. That was my next question. Um, how is it monetized? Like, is it monetized in a way where you? It doesn't seem like it is pushing you personally. To I spend don't. Money. I don't feel like anyone would ever have to spend money, and if they didn't want to, okay. I will tell okay. you, I'm probably gonna spend 10 bucks uh because the first because that's I, where it was going i finally unlocked what's called like the premium pass like the, yeah it was like the kind the game kind of forces you down a path to you know teach you the game obviously but then teach you mm-hmm. how like how missions work and what you can unlock and all this kind of stuff and sure. it gives you a ton of cards too um i'm going to probably spend 10 bucks just because this premium pass is spider-man themed of course it is uh, of course um and <laughs> you, you can't get the miles card without pay um, uh you can get you can get other cards in the line sure but um you also get extra benefits obviously if you have this premium thing like you get like the free ones they give you plus better better mm. stuff and then every okay. card can be like upgraded and what's cool about upgrading the card is it doesn't really make it pay to win because you it doesn't actually like upgrade the numbers on the card so okay. like it doesn't make a power that a one power card a two power. It okay. literally just gotcha. changes the artwork. So oh, okay. so like at first it's a flat picture. And then when you upgrade it once, it becomes uncommon and it breaks the frame so they can come out of the frame. That's cool. Thing. And then oh, so it's the kind of like a new skin. Yeah, exactly. And then the next one okay. is rare and it's it becomes fun. like a three D card. So if you tilt your phone, it kind of <laughs> like right. moves around. And then, Ooh, and then oh. the fourth one is animated and so on and so on and so on, which is cool. You can get um, variant pictures of cards. Like um, I have the like highest a, level. Is it just like a clip of the character? From I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet because okay. the highest one I have so far is Jessica Jones. Uh, she's okay. at level four. 
Um, okay. And then um, you can get like pixelated artwork, which are like variant cards, That's which are kind of neat. Um, yeah, like uh, it, it, it definitely feels like the card collector person in me, but it wow. also, but it also fuels like obviously <laughs> like the Marvel fan. But the game is really deep. Like when, yeah. when, uh, when the arenas get revealed because they get revealed like one at a time, so you oh, don't okay. know what the other two are going to be, and sometimes they're bad. It's like if you put a card okay. here, it has negative three power. Or if you put okay. a card here, it gets immediately destroyed. Or okay. and like, but oh, there wow. are benefits to having cards destroyed because that might help another card. Yeah. So there are things you can like kind of plan moves ahead. Um, but you know, your deck has to be built right because you don't get all your cards at once. You get four to start with. Okay. Um, so there are, there are turns where like I don't have valid cards to play. So you kind of have to yeah. hope that like the other guy doesn't take a big enough lead to, yeah. to kind of screw you but uh, so do you wanna... keep the destroyed cards like yeah it's just destroyed for that game like okay, it's, okay. it's out of the game kind of thing or All like right, cool. you'll play a card it'll uh, on an arena and then it'll be like uh randomly destroy a card from your hand and it just disappears oh okay. i gotcha. had one i had one really fucking bizarre game where i think i took a picture of it just because like the rules in it were insane <laughs> okay um what was it it was uh at one point so one of the arenas was after turn three, all cards swap sides. So like any cards on his board would come to mine and mine would go to his. I didn't play it. So I was like, I'm just not going to play any cards on that board. Yeah. And this guy played two. So I got two cards for free on that thing. And then, uh, and then there was another one where it was like, um, if you, if you play a card here, whoever has the most card here automatically gets a hundred power. Which sounds weird, okay. but it actually means nothing because if you have the same amount of cards, then nobody has more cards. So it's like nobody gets anything. Uh, so you, have, okay. you can like you can kind of play to tie because like if you each okay. win one and the other one ties, then it just adds all of all of your power numbers together to see what what it is. Some people yeah. I don't think understand that when they're playing the game, they just try to like load up one thing and win like, oh, I won this one by twelve. It's like it doesn't matter. You lost the other two because you didn't play the cards right. But yeah. uh, okay. it's only been out for a couple of days. I've I've played a lot of it. I'm like ranked twenty already. Um which ranking, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I'll ranking try it. gets weird after a certain point because you can either win cubes or lose cubes, and that's how your ranking okay. is determined. During the game, if you think you're winning, or like or if you think you're gonna win, you can uh, snap you can snap, get it? Okay. Snap, snap. And you can double the the cubes won or lost. So like you're like, oh I'm gonna win, I'm gonna snap and make it two cubes instead. But they can snap too. So they okay. can snap it to four if they think they're going to win. The game also gives you an out after turn five. If you think you're going to lose, you can retreat. You can be like, I oh, get okay. up. And you can only lose, and you only lose half of what mm. of what it would be. So How often do people do that? Uh, I've only had one guy retreat. Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, I have had multiple right. people snap thinking they were going to win, and then I win, which is good for me. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's, it's luck-based too because that's how, you know, just how card games are where – um, one of the arenas was if you play a card here, there's a 25% chance it'll just get destroyed. But okay. I was like, but I was playing a card where if it's the only card on that arena, it automatically doubles in power. And if that, would, okay. and if it stuck, I would win. I was like, I guess I'm just going to go for it and put it down. And he didn't get destroyed. So I won, but he could have. So luck, oh, luck wow. is a factor, but um, I definitely yeah. think it's worse than luck. But uh, okay. it's great. It's, it's free. Like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to give it 10 bucks just because, I'm enjoying the hell out of it, and I think a game I enjoy the hell out of is worth ten dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of a supercard thing we did I've every given year. Super, when I over that. seven years of supercard, 
I've probably given them like a hundred bucks total. Yeah. But that's because I've played that game for seven years. Yeah. No, yeah. So I think that's, I think that's fair. It's about the price of cheap games. So yeah, exactly. cheaper, cheaper than what I pay to play Final Fantasy 14. And I'm not even playing that right now. <laughs> But that's pretty much it for me. But Marvel Snap, very okay. good. Everybody should play. It. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Check. How yeah, about you? I just downloaded it actually while we we're talking about. I did about too. It. Yeah. Hey, about yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I should get a, I should get a boat. That's the one thing it doesn't have. It doesn't have like friends or anything like that yet. That's I really weird. should just so you can like see other stacks and like maybe. Like, I'm sure they'll build down like the a, line. Like, they'll be like thing, clans yeah. or like you can form yeah. your own Avengers team and stuff, and you could go yeah. out against other teams and stuff. Okay. Yeah, that sounds. Cool. I mean, that'd be pretty it's, cool. With yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what about you, man? What you been playing? And obviously, we know Scorn. So. Yeah. So I'll, I'm gonna get to that. Um, I'll go through the other two because they're pretty okay. quick. Um, I'm sure. trying to finish up Serial Cleaners. Um, okay. I am on episode 19, and I think there's only 20. So I'm kind of. Right. I'm like here. I'm like, all right. You know what? Uh, I need this to get through it. it. Yeah, I need to get through it. Like, but this level 19 has become such a pain like i die like eight times and then i'm just like oh, you know what i stop i throw the controller down i gotta walk away for a minute um i played some more evil within i haven't got too too much into that but i'm still digging it like i've enjoyed the i've been enjoying this one way more than the first one so i mean that's very positive in my eyes um but just now since I've gotten those out the way, we can talk about scorn. Um, I'm maybe yeah. like an hour and a half into it, honestly. So okay. I'm not too much further than you. Um, I think the thing I kind of appreciate about it is like, it just throws you into the game. Yeah. there's. I really appreciate anything. that. Like it, yeah. it wasn't like, yo, here's how you hit. Here's how you move. It was just like, boop. And I was like, I like when the game started, I was like, is something yeah. coming up? I was like, what am I looking for? And it was just like, boop. And I was like, damn, okay, that's pretty cool. So, like, it took me a minute to get through the, like, the first part of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. um, but then when I started getting it, I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. I, I think yeah. I was I was going in thinking it was a different game than what it really was. I, I think, think that was my problem. I think that's a lot of people. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, I think that game surprised a lot of people. With, it's not yeah. that kind of game. Like, kind of how, like, No Man's mm -hmm. Sky was originally. Like, yeah, yeah exactly everybody thought it was going to be a little like shoot them up every land and then like when i like i i bought no man's sky when it first released because i we all i <laughs> i remember reading about it and hearing that it was like literally a mining type game that was it like, like you could find yeah. creatures yeah and that's what i went into it thinking like it was just that type of game so like when everybody was talking so much shit about it i was like but they really just kind of told you what the game was. You just were yeah. expecting it to be something different. People, yeah, people I know thought now that it's game something different. different. Oh, it's not which, even close to what they said it was going to be in the beginning. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, not, it wasn't it like... It's kind of now, but... Well, I think it's beyond that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of insane. So, I mean, I'm not really, like, mad about it, but, like, mm -hmm. I think I was looking for it to be kind of like Doom or, like, you know, like... I think that's what a lot of people expect. To the aspect of that, and, like... When I went walking around for like the first 20, 30 minutes and I didn't run into anything, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, where's the gun? <laughs> Nothing has attacked me. Like, yeah. what is going on? And then I finally realized, oh, shit, this is like a puzzle game. Yeah. And I was like, all right, coolio. And that's where my my views changed. And I was like, all right, now I got to go into this thinking of something different. So I was like, OK, OK, you know what? 
it is. It's it's a puzzle game. Let's get through it. But I've honestly, of the hour and a half I've played, I've enjoyed it. Like I haven't played much more of it since I think I started on like Monday night. Okay. And I haven't played too much more of it, but what I have played of it has been pretty fun. And have you, you know, finished any of the acts? Because I think there's five like chapters or acts. No, I haven't. Okay. Right now, okay. I'm on like maybe the fourth or fifth puzzle from the okay. very start. From the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's not. It, I will say it is like you have to pay attention because yeah. I got stuck on like the third puzzle for a while until I looked up something and it was like literally the one thing I needed to do to it was literally right next to where I was. And I was pissed. <laughs> okay. Cause I was like, fuck, I didn't, I just didn't look at this one little spot. I looked at yeah. everything else except for here. So I, I'm enjoying it. I think, I think once you realize the game isn't what you thought it was going to be, you need to just yeah. change your mind and kind of move with it or just don't give it any time of day. But I'm I'm cool with it. Like I think it's a lot of fun so far. So I'm gonna I'm hoping this weekend I can jump into some more of it so I can uh, kind of work through it. But I, I mean I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have time like Sunday during the day, and that's my yeah. plan is to get more of it. Because like for me, like the reason I was most excited about Scorn is the design of it, as this like H H R Geiger or whatever the guy I can't even guys name the guy that did all the alien design. Yeah. Oh, it's almost yeah. like you're playing as a, as one of those engineers from Alien, like trying to figure out what's going on. That's what the game looks like yeah. to me. But like I've known for a long time that it's a puzzle game. But I think a lot of the critics and stuff out there did not expect that, and that's why the reviews are kind of all over the place for the game. I think a lot of people thought it was more like Doom. Kind of, well, Doom, or even more <laughs> like that, like like an Alien game, like yeah, like an action Alien game. But it's not, and it's clearly not. Like, no. it takes, obviously, you know, the designs that that guy made. Sure. Because, uh, obviously, that was just his art style. Was, yeah. Was that weird, like, goopy alien, which I'm really into, so. Like, yeah, I was going to say, dude, the art style of it is it's beautiful. Amazing. Like, it I really amazing. enjoy it. And, like, yeah. the whole, like, when you're, like, reaching into something, you hear, <laughs> like, that is, like, super yeah. dope. Like, I, so I watched a video on it. And this was after I think you were talking about that it was coming out. Uh-huh. I watched a video on it and the guy was talking about, you know, like you're you're every time you get past something, you get added to your body or like your body morphs into something different. Okay. And I was like, that sounds like a pretty cool, like just idea behind the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why when I especially because I knew you said you were going to buy it. So I was like, oh, OK, well, well it's you not know. Game Pass. I was like, yeah. You know, exactly. I'm Game Pass. <laughs> so I didn't know it was coming to Game Pass, and then okay. like I on the day one it released on Game Pass, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You know what? Let's just go ahead and download <laughs> it and just give it a yeah. try and see what happens. If I don't like it, I'll delete it. Not a big deal. The but other, I mean, the other thing it reminds me of too is, um, especially going around the ship, is the original Prey, from like 2006. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played yeah. the original, I'm not, not the 2017 reboot, but the original. Just going around the ship kind of reminds me of the spaceship you were trapped in in that game. So, because that was yeah. very, uh, if if you know anybody out there listening played that game back to us, it's very ahead of its time. A lot of puzzle solving on that ship, like more than I think people would have expected. So it kind of reminds me of that in a way, which is really yeah. Cool. I could see that. I mean, so far though, I can tell you if you got Game Pass, give it a shot. Yeah. Especially absolutely. if you're if you're a fan of puzzle games, which I think kind of this week I decided I am. 
<laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I guess I kind of dig on this. So <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. All right. Well, yeah. And I, like I said, I plan to do a lot more of it. I actually want to review it on my YouTube channel. I just, obviously I didn't get a chance to really get a lot of it done, but yeah. uh, hopefully this weekend and this next week for sure, I'm going to push through. It's not, it's not very long either. I've read it's like maybe up to eight to 10 hours. So oh, good. That, okay. I think for that type of game, perfect length. Like, you probably don't want to, yeah. Hour. You probably don't want it to stretch on to be a forty-hour puzzle. <laughs> forty-hour, yeah. Exactly. Body horror. Anybody wants yeah. that? No. <laughs> so well, why don't we shift gears here and get into the news? Because we got a lot of news. A lot of things happened uh, in the last in the last two weeks. Um, and we'll just kind of go down the list from the different things that you know as they happen. That's kind of how we add them in here. So mm-hmm. uh, the first thing that's that's a pretty big deal. The, the thing that I'm excited about, and I think most people are excited about, with the Persona announcement from a couple months ago, is that Persona Four and Three have a release date now, and they're the same day. That's kind of so weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So they've probably been working on it for a while, but I believe it's uh, January twenty first. 2019. 23? January 19th. Okay. Yep. So it's January 19th uh, next year. So kind of right right around the corner. Um, it and is. Honestly, a good time to put those out. So, because like it's going to be a little bit before, I'm sure things are going to start getting hectic once we hit February. But um, it's a good time to put those out. Because uh, Persona 5 Royal just came out today for Game Pass, PC, Switch. Yeah. If you want to buy it on PS5 again, you have to pay for it. Yeah, and your, uh, your you saying doesn't transfer. Yeah. Which, yeah. So, um, I mean, if you and I'll say this: if you've never played Persona Five. There's your opportunity to play it now. It's on everything. It's yeah. one of the best RPGs ever made. So, go play it. Uh, I'm gonna, and I, I've already played. You know, I put a hundred hours into that game. I don't. I don't think I need to play the Royal version, but if that's the version you haven't played it, that's the version you play today. Just play that. Um, yeah. I played Persona Four like a decade ago on the uh, Vita. I played, so, I played three on the PS2 when it came out. I've never played three, yeah. so I'm excited to play three. But I have played two four. I want to replay four. Really like that one. I'd like but to. I think yeah. I might do three first. Yeah, never at this played. point, yeah, at this point, I think I'll just do both of them in a row. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to start for three because I've never played it. I've always wanted to. I've had. Yeah. I have ways I could play it, but this is going to be the best. Sure. Yeah, I, I still have my PS2 copy of it, but at this point, <laughs> yeah. no. I'll probably wait for a sale because I know there'll be a sale. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. And then just get them then. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, next thing we have, we have another one of those fun, you know, mystery device on Phil Spencer's shelf. I think a lot of people went kind of crazy on this. Trying, people trying went to say nuts. A new console, which they is very it was clear. The stream. I think it's very clear. It's the yeah. streaming little stick thing. That's what it well, probably is. Well, he said it's an you know it's an old prototype of okay. uh, of something else. And, uh, you know, it could be, it could be anything. I mean, it could just be an old, yeah, who, who knows what it is, but if it could be the stream box, which it could be, uh, maybe it's just an old version of what the stream box is. I think, I think realistically they, they probably want to get that stream box thing down to like a stick or something. Like, I think that I would imagine it's just, yeah. it's about the size of a rope. That's what right. I would imagine. Yeah. They wanted this to. seems a little bit bigger than that. It seems like it would still a box I would have to put on a shelf. Yeah. I mean, not much bigger than a, than a controller to be fair. For sure. But I mean, even an Xbox, you know, one X is small. Like it's not, it uh, I think yeah. if they could get it to a Roku size or, 
you know, a stream stick size where I would just plug it into my TV. I think that would be That's clearly the idea. That would be great. You want it it behind your TV hidden. That's probably, you know, the second second version of that. I I would imagine the first version is Roku-esque. Yeah. Like maybe the size of a hockey puck or something. Yeah, but I mean, if you could, if it could literally be, especially with most TVs these days having, you know, USB 3.0 ports and stuff on them. Mm -hmm. um, It's realistically, that's as fast as it really needs to be. It and is. You would, and sure. you just plug a stick into that, and then there's no wires, and it just, you know, Bluetooth syncs to your controller. That's exactly. the ideal. Like, like, my set. guess is they will probably sell a version of it that comes with a controller and a version that doesn't better yeah. have a controller. Well, because so, it can just yeah. fit in a controller size box. Exactly. It just goes underneath the controller. Boom. And that's and that's exactly what they'll play. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, and the, I still think. Let me ask you a question. 20, what's, what's, the most, what's the most you'd pay for right. one? If I, I mean, I personally, Let's I don't. Say, <laughs> if I did, I would say probably fifty it's, bucks. It's street. Yeah. Let's say it's stream. Because that's the that's the price of a Roku is like 40, 50 bucks. I'd say yeah. fifty bucks. I highest. would say I would say probably the price of a controller. I think would yeah. be fair. Yeah. I would think I that would be that. fair too. Yeah. And I could also see like, hey, here's like, the version of the controller is like eighty bucks because you get or a I would, or like a pack or a pack in what I would say would be like a hundred for like a set. Yeah, uh, that's then, where I was kind of leaning yeah. towards. Yeah, I think I think if it if, think it, if it was a hundred and you got a controller and the thing, yeah, and then like you know like a month of Game Pass or or two weeks or whatever the hell it is they do now, like because they yeah. they'd obviously give you a trial with it. Oh, because, there's no way they wouldn't. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. what they're that's the, well, real that's the point of that's them. the point of it. But yeah. like, um, I think a hundred for like a controller plus it is a very sweet price point for what that it is. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially because, like, I man, still, you could just go up, like, you want to play it on a different TV? You just go upstairs and plug it into that TV. Done. Exactly, yeah. It's incre- you want to go to a friend's house and show them what it is? Yeah. Boop, done. Like, that's incredible. Hey, man, it's like the early 360 eras where it's like, just rip off this hard drive and bring it over to your friend's house. No, don't do that. Xbox. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the, remember the no, 360? I know. Still, yeah. not a great idea, but okay. Yeah. Um. Next thing up here, I mean, we've, I've I've already trashed Saints Row on this podcast, but they uh, finally are talking about fixing it. They're going to have a new patch out in November. So after like, probably a month of silence, yeah, they have to fix it. If they it's want, very clear they have to at least fix it. If they I mean, it's going to really save face, though. I think it'll help. I don't. Know. If they can, I think it'll help. Let's, a little say, bit. let's say they get a patch out for that early December. I think that helps. Mm-hmm. But if this is the kind of thing where it's like, well, the patch isn't going to be ready for six months or whatever. If, if they have, if they have any hope yeah. of saving face with not just this game, but like this franchise, it needs to be done. Yeah. Like it, this okay. has to be done. They could have said fuck it and, and left it because clearly they're already just. They kind of did for a while. They kind of did exactly. They, they, they literally had their one tweet where they're like, "Yeah, we know about the problems. We're working on it," and then said then, nothing for like a month. You know, you had that guy. You had that guy come out and he was like. Oh, um, you know, it's already, it's already failed. So we're, we're kind of backing off. It's like, no, it, it could, <laughs> you, you could, this is a franchise people care about. Something. You can fix it. it. Is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is, it's good news that they're fixing it, but they got to do it. I don't it doesn't have to be done like next week, but it's gotta be sooner rather than later. For yeah. sure. Um, uh, Sony's promising to have more PS5s available. I think they're promising to have more PS5s available this fall as well. From what I read. Yeah. And they then are. into next year. And then I guess they're still talking about that other model. So the other yeah. rumor going around right now is that there is some sort of redesign of it that would be out next like September. Is that supposed to be the detachable one? Is it the same thing or is it a I, different? 
It would have to be right. Like okay. it's too. I, I don't to understand make a the detachment. Well, you know, what, you know what I laugh about? They're like, that would be for like, if you decide to upgrade your system later. What? So what are, what are you upgrading? What are you going to put out later? From not having a drive to having a drive. Oh, I see. Okay. But the whole point is, is if, if Sony had their way, you wouldn't have a drive. Exactly. So It doesn't make sense. I, it's just a weird thing. They're like. Now you want to redesign that system to make it A, look attractive, B, be smaller. I don't know. I At mean, this point, it has sat. <laughs> It's sat on my like shelf for so long, like just sitting on its side that yeah, I really could give a shit what it looks. It's still ugly as hell, but I could give a shit what it's, it looks like anymore. Did um, you ever change out the the fins? No, you... not yet. I haven't. Okay. Th- I, at some point, I will. I do want to get. I wanted to get a purple set for my controller, but okay. I just again, I don't care. I I would. I did like the them. black just because it matches everything else. Now well, there's really that. There's so. that. But I would like it. I don't know. I just I would like it to be more box like. It doesn't like they don't need to need look to have cool. A special stand it doesn't need to be fins and all this shit. It and like, yeah. yeah, it's like it just needs to be a box that like look. You know what's a great design like aesthetically? The PS4 and the PS4 Pro. The yeah. actual system design. Just a black. Yeah, I saw my Spider-Man one over there. Yeah, it's just yeah, and that's good too. A stepped exactly. up system. And it's got a big Spider-Man logo on the top. You guys don't like the the PS5 um, Civics, you know, where you can put like a wing on the back of them and shit like that? Weird. Put some rims on the front of it. It's just weird. It just does. I don't understand what the like. The point, I guess, is to make it like stand out. But you think somebody's gonna come into your house? But whoa, is that what the PS5 looks like? I'm gonna get one. You can't. No. No. Absolutely. That's not the point. Everybody wants one, no matter what it looks like. It's just whatever. but yeah, they always. But like they always, every company always says every holiday we're gonna have more. We're making more. Exactly. We're gonna have more for other regions. They're gonna cost more too. By the way. Yeah. Um, sure. It's just but ridiculous. Um, we uh, you know as we record every two weeks, we have more of the back and forth on Call of Duty, Sony, Jeez. and Microsoft. The most recent thing, which I don't think is in the article I put in here, is that now I saw it's coming out like. You know, even still, it's going to be a while before Call of Duty can even be on Game Pass because of whatever deal. So right. that just makes it seem more ridiculous to me. Of like, why are we still crying about this? Like, again, like it's just they're well, not going to just pull it off that. Platform. It was something where like it, it's like it, they have to make three more Call of Duty games, but technically, I think War, so. But Warzone counts as one of them. Okay, because it's a different thing. So that's technically yeah. two of them that are coming out now. So I think maybe that's exactly. why I'm panicking. But yeah, but look, even if Call of Duty isn't on Game Pass, they like I would assume they can probably put all of the older ones on it. Yeah, just not yeah. new releases. But you exactly. think like, well, when and here's the thing. Well, well, and, and and here's the other thing, and I mean not to not to spoil a new story that's been coming a little bit, but like you just announced another pretty major game that is exclusive to PS5. They do it all the time. You can't get it on something else. <laughs> they but do like, that. This is they something that clearly could content. be on everything. Right. Exactly. Um, they the, do, the Hogwarts they, content. Yeah. Yeah. All for all for games that arguably, I mean, some of them are system sellers. Like that. Like that's Sony. Like the Hogwarts thing. For certain people, that will make that's them a buy system a new seller. system. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you don't have one, and you go into a store, and they say, "Well, it's on both of these, but this one has more stuff." And yeah. the only reason you're really buying this for this game, you're going to buy that one. It's the same argument he's going against. Yeah. But you could still walk into a store and say, man, I just want Call of Duty. <laughs> and they go, it's on both of these and it has the same amount of content on both of them. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I'm not going to necessarily pick one over the other. It's, it's the, the thing is, is like, but they're both making stupid arguments now. Cause like then Microsoft yeah. comes back and they're like, they try to fire back. Well, check out all these exclusives. Up. And they talk about like, whoa, they got that Wolverine game. It's like, and they, they're trying to make Wolverine. it sound like Wolverine comes out next year. No, it doesn't. Come oh, on. there's no way that game comes Come out on. next year. The other thing I thought on Microsoft side that was kind of stupid is like, they tried to downplay themselves like well you know we're the third place company and you know like we don't really make a lot of money no we only we make, make a lot of money yeah exactly exactly where it's like i i get the play but it well, doesn't work You're and now, well, especially making... now that they're trying to push into like having their own mobile store <laughs> exactly um, okay i get it but you're you've tried mobile shit before remember windows phones and like I had Xbox, one. I had yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't weren't really, good. didn't really kick out. No, no, I should have um, done that. And I'm not gonna like since I have an iPhone, I'm not gonna buy stuff on the Microsoft Store. My, I'm just gonna buy it on Apple Store. Like, Except, come on. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like that's so, the phone I have. Yeah, so. I don't know. It just continues. We'll, we'll keep talking about it. Weeks, it it'll be something and, else. Yeah, there'll be something else. Especially, I think. But the next time we record, you know, this version of Call of Duty will be out, so I'm sure there'll be more bullshit around it. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. We're going to start seeing yeah. sales numbers. Because this is also shit. the release. It's not only the release of Modern Warfare 2 remake or whatever we're calling that game. It's also the release of Warzone 2.0. Right. So Which is the thing people bullshit. want. Yeah. It is. So, uh, and now we have our most interesting, I wouldn't say our most interesting, but like one of the crazier stories in the last two weeks because there's been more and more added to it. Yeah. Which is the whole situation with Bayonetta having a different voice actress. Oh my god. The original voice actress came out and said that she she didn't she did not reprise the role because she was only offered X amount of money. And then the studio came out and said, Well, that's not true. We so she claimed no no no, money. no no no. So th- okay. it worked a little okay. differently. So she came out and okay. said it was gonna be four thousand dollars and for uh, everything. For everything. And for, yeah. for for the voice acting, and that's not a living wage and all this other kind of stuff. And everybody really initially sided with her and said, yeah, that kind of sucks. And mm-hmm. and then as it went on, you know, independent reporters, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg was one of them. Well, yeah. it turns out they actually offered her like 15 grand and it was for <laughs> like four sessions of three to four hours of work at a time. Yeah. So. So you're telling me it's more like a thousand dollars an hour as opposed yeah. to what she said. Well, then and then she came back to that and said, well, I've already said what I'm going to say. Uh, say and blah 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 and the truth <laughs> the truth will live out so like all of this is just i don't it's I, it's a lot of mudslinging back I, yeah i the problem is is i don't i don't think i believe her anymore just because it wasn't just him it was somebody else like two independent people verified that they said they were going to pay her more money and then apparently she at one point she counteroffered and wanted like six figures to voice bayonetta like I don't You're talking understand. about voice acting, right? Yeah, but the the problem is, is like I think I think voice actors should be paid more. To be fair, like they really should be because there are people that buy games because of voice actors. Yeah, how and I know this. Yeah. Like, people oh, who sure. think Troy Baker is God, he's really not, but he's good. <laughs> he's not. He's good. Um, but six figures like to voice a character Bayonetta? for Bayonetta. I don't. To, to, where did where all of a sudden a that hasn't had a new game for six years? Yeah. Almost didn't get one. Exactly. Uh, the, all of a sudden, the internet has decided that this franchise makes like hundreds and millions of dollars. It doesn't. It's Bayonetta. No. It's on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, 
I don't – why are people overvaluing what this game is? I don't get yeah, it. But exactly. the, the worst part is it shows she comes out with – they offered her a certain amount of money to do the role. She turned it down. They're, she's mm-hmm. acting like she was forced or out or fired or kicked out or whatever. She literally yeah. did not accept the amount that they – that she claims they offered her. So they recast the role, and now she's telling everyone to boycott the entire game. <laughs> Which, yeah. because they didn't cast you as Bayonetta, what about all the people that make this game? Yeah, you, exactly. you think they should suffer because you didn't accept an offer they said to you? Which apparently exactly. now is almost four times what they actually said? <laughs> like, the whole, thing, the whole thing stinks, and it just makes her look bad. Um, even if she is telling the truth, like, I don't, I don't even think she is anymore, man. I, don't, seems, think, I don't think so either. It like, seems, maybe, maybe at one point there was, like, an offer of, like, Hey, it's four grand, or maybe she misinterpreted it as it and it was four grand a session, which is very likely for sure. So yeah. it's it could be any number of things, but people were figuring out that like even if it was four grand and it was only sixteen hours of work, that's still two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. It's also yeah. it's also noted that like four grand for what she was doing is like double what the union requires. Okay, so so like none of none of what she said kind of adds up at the end. Um, and then you know Jennifer Hale has to come out and. Because people are dogging on her, uh, in a, uh, you know, originally. Yeah. And now And now everybody's like, oh, never mind kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> it's like a, a week of like everybody yeah. was on her back and now it's they're not like, her oh, fault. no, actually, sorry. How is, how yeah. is, how is it her not. fault anyway? They came to her and said, will you do it for X amount of money? And she said, yes. Is she required to tell you what that number is? No. And she hasn't. She doesn't. She hasn't and she shouldn't. And then, the, and then the company has to come out again today and be like, we fully support Jennifer Hale and our decisions of what's going on. But it's 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 all it's all pretty shitty but i really feel like she, that original woman like is, she's not coming out of this great no like, not at all it's gonna affect like future, it's gonna affect future jobs sure. yeah yeah like i mean i mean honestly like if that thing was 100 true and you want to put that employer on blast like do sure, it but do it i don't yeah. think it was 100 percent true it doesn't so seem right really doesn't seem like it so. yeah would two that other is, people <laughs> verify it through other sources that yeah. you're wrong? Uh, I don't know. It's not going to look good in the future, especially when one of those sources is Jason Trier, and that yeah. guy never misses. So, no. that's like, why, he, yeah. he knows what he's doing. That's yeah. why he's at Bloomberg now. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so, just ridiculous. Um, I threw this in here just because I thought it was important to note. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of weird, like a couple months ago, when we reported that uh, East Eight was getting a PS5 version, which is out, I think, in a couple weeks now. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought it was weird. So I'm like, why would you do that when you just released a new East game? So now East Nine is also getting a PS5 version. Uh, in, I think it said the spring, so I would guess like yeah, you know, February. It's gonna be a um, it'll be a little bit, but. Again, I mean, if you obviously if you never played eight, go play eight. That is my favorite RPG of the last generation. It's really good. Yeah, um, it's re- it's really really good. Like I'm probably gonna double the so I probably will too. Yeah. Um, the little bit <laughs> I played of nine, and I you know at this point I might as well just wait till this PS5 version's out because I only played a couple hours. Uh, is really good too, but it's a different type of story. I think that was the so, point of those games. All that's the point of those games. It's the same main. Well, it's character the adventures of the same main yeah. character. Yeah, and but it's completely different settings so eight yeah, is really cool like eight is really really it is good amazing game um the I best play recent it. music too uh, well like, yeah and i never made. and I, I didn't own it i borrowed I actually borrowed it from the library remember and uh because <laughs> yeah, well, you couldn't you couldn't buy a ps4 copy it was gone well the, yeah and, i remember for for a while it was out of print and then it was mm-hmm. going nuts and like use price was like over 100 bucks a lot yeah. of places yeah so now i'll so. just buy a ps5 copy to own it and probably play yeah. it again so 
Why don't we get to we got we got two big not only two like big news things around horror games this week, which is really cool. Um, the most kicked around one for the last couple of years that finally got announced is they are remaking it. There was a lot to this. It's not just the specific game, but um, Konami had their first. When was the last time Konami has had an event of any kind? When they started making pachinko machines. I was gonna say like maybe the because la- the last like big like get excited about Konami game I remember is Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, pretty much. That's seven years ago. Mm-hmm. That so, was a big deal. Yeah. And they haven't, like, I mean, yeah, they can talk about the Pachinko machines, but that's that's been kind of it. Like, And they've made some weird moves in the, in the last couple of years. Like, there's that, they're excellent Castlevania anime, but it's like, why are you making that if you're not doing anything else with the property? Um, you know, that kind of thing. But they had an event, uh, which actually really felt like old-school Konami, which was kind of cool. Uh, and announced a bunch of not just one, but a bunch of Silent Hill stuff. A lot of stuff, like way more than I expected. Um, the biggest thing here, obviously, is a full remake of Silent Hill Two. Um, it's getting the I would say the way it looks, it's getting the Resident Evil Two remake treatment. That's what it is, basically. That's what it looks Watch like. The trailer. Yeah. It looks like that, like, you know, completely built from the ground up. For, for it's, not a, it's not exact, but it's close. And that's the other thing that's important to note. It's not going to be identical to the, the original PS2 version. They're going to change some things from what I've read, like about puzzles, um, maybe a little bit of the different story beats, which sounds like something they're doing with a, another game that we're going to talk about in a little bit here as well. Um, but they announced other, like, and that was the thing, like, I knew when they said, hey, we're doing a Silent Hill event, like, okay, it's finally going to happen. They're going to announce this thing. What I didn't expect yeah. was there's the also, yeah. yeah, so yeah. there's also a point-and-click adventure Silent Hill game for the people that made Observation, which is really cool and, and unusual. Like, you wouldn't expect an, an indie developer like that. I Observation the the is a super cool game. A really cool game. Yeah, like for them to make a Silent Hill point and click adventure, and for Konami, who again hasn't really done much in the last couple of years, to trust a new developer with a franchise like that—an odd choice, but I like it. Um, and then the other one is they—they they did announce like a future sequel, Silent Hill. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is probably a code name. I don't think it's going to be called Silent Hill F. I think that's just the name of it right now. But that was the other one that's in—it's set like in like. It's set in the past in Japan, from my understanding. Yeah. The trailer doesn't really show much, but it's written by a pretty prolific uh, Japanese horror writer that I'm not familiar with. But uh, people went nuts when they showed this person's name. So I was like, okay, apparently he's prolific. Um, but yeah, it, it had the Silent Hill vibe. And then for me, other than Silent Hill 2 remakes, really cool. The Probably for me, the most exciting announcement is that they're making another Silent Hill movie called Return to Silent Hill. But they brought back the original director from the Silent Hill movie from 2006, which, in my opinion, up until Sonic, was the best video game movie. Like that's a bold, that's a bold, it's claim. A bold statement. But, okay. but like, it, it was really good. Like it, you go claim. into like again, think about it though. Like going to Resident Evil, they're know, just man. kind of borrowing. Oh man, have you seen Double the Dragon? First, was it, bro? Have you seen the first <laughs> Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah. True. 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 That's up there too. Also, Matt, um, I, Matt, I will say, like, I love that movie. That movie sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> movie, double Dragon, bad movie. But yeah. I loved it. Fun to watch, but yeah. It's got no, the chairman from that. Iron Chef America in it. Dude, it's fantastic. I don't care it's what good. you say. I, I love that movie. Like I love it too. It's bad. Homely. It's ugly. Yeah. 
But yeah, it just, it, it, the whole presentation, like, it just felt kind of like old Konami. So that's led people to think, like, are they going to do something like this in Metal Gear Solid? But that's a little bit more of a sticky situation because of Kojima. Um, but again, good stuff. The only other thing I'd say here is, I again, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I think we talked about when Ryan, when we had Ryan on as a guest, uh, Bloober team is the people that are making Silent Hill 2 Remake. Mm-hmm. There are people mm-hmm. out there that, like, really fucking hate Blooper team. I've seen a lot of hate thrown the way. I just... My thing on that is like just just wait to see what the game is like when it comes out. Because right yeah. now, like the trailer I saw, which you know it's, it's a three minute trailer, it looks really good. Yeah, like yeah. it looks Play like the they're game. going to do it justice. And this isn't like again, the medium is something that those people made themselves. Konami is going to throw money at this because they want it to sell. Well, like the Resident Evil two and three and coming well, soon and they want, remakes. Well, they want this to do well so that they could remake Silent Hill three and four. Yeah, and then eventually make a new one, but. Like mm. people, I saw like people are concerned about Bluebird and like, um, like they can't write a, they can't write a story and all that kind They're of. They're not writing this story. They, they, they have <laughs> a blueprint. They have exactly. a blueprint to follow, dude. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like they're they're not writing the story here. Like they're yeah. just remaking making a game. Um, I mean, for me, like I would I would have rather seen a, a remake of Silent Hill One, but this is the one that's the most important to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I get why this is the one. That so but incredibly exciting there's no release date it is as i mentioned you know a couple minutes ago one of the other news articles we're talking about this is a ps5 exclusive but it sounds like it's only ps5 exclusive for a year but again i'll put that out there some remake was also supposed to only be exclusive for a year and now that's just forever they don't talk about that anymore yeah they just did they just stopped talking about it yeah um but really cool like overall really good presentations i watched the entire thing um, and it's really cool. I, I, at the end of the day, I'm just happy to see this franchise back. And yeah. it's, it's not crazy. just, are we it's talking crazy. about like, what are we doing with Silent Hill? So that's, well, you know, that's my takeaway. And again, <laughs> so, maybe, maybe this is the key for them to finally get into, we make another Castlevania game and we make another. For real. Yeah, game, exactly. So. For real. Like, and all they would have to do, I mean, obviously, you know, like, um, is it worth it for us to stop making Pachinko machines? Yeah. <laughs> but like again there there have been so many other studios and stuff that have made castlevania 2d like games in the last decade but if they were to come back and say we're making symphony of the night 2 for example God, that would blow that would blow really people fucking excited yeah me, myself included so um we'll see i i would say if you want to see those other franchises return maybe buy silent hill 2 remake so well um, let's let's hope maybe. it's good first and then let's and hope then it's good it is, i think then you gotta buy it um, this was one I thought that was fun. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Um, there's a lot of rumors swirling around Bungie bringing back their original franchise marathon, which was their kind of like doom style franchise that they had before they shifted to Halo. And then had, you remember they were originally making Halo for, uh, Apple machines. For Mac. Before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think it'd be really cool if that, if that happened, obviously Sony now owns Bungie. So, that would be a PlayStation exclusive thing, but it would, it would be cool to see them do something on the side of Destiny. I just don't know. I don't know if they have time to do that. Like Destiny is that company's future from now for now on. Yeah, like, they're kind of locked into that forever. I mean, you could you get a small chunk of people off and do it? Sure, <laughs> but sure. It's uh, it's going to be tough when when Destiny. It's more about cranking out Destiny content and like whatever, you know, expansions and stuff they're doing for Destiny, 
three is clearly in the works in some form. Like they're never yeah. not making the next one. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. Like it would have to be, I don't think it could be like a full game. It would have to be like a one-off like little extra thing. And maybe it's got quick style multiplayer or something in it. And For sure. Something like that. I think it would be like, uh, you know, one of those, like, it, it would it would be a, I mean, they'd probably do a physical release, but it'd be like a arcade style. I always think of the 360 arcade. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like like the, it'd be something Like smaller. a digital store thing where, like, maybe Limited Run does a physical version of it. Yeah, and it's just like a quick run through a story kind of a thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, and then our uh, our final news story, we actually got an email about it. Um, so, which I'm, I'm not surprised. I was surprised that we didn't get any emails about Silent Hill. <laughs> but we did get an email about this. Uh, this comes in to us from Brian from Vienna, Virginia. He says, hi guys, was curious what you all think of the Resident Evil 4 remake trailers and news coming out of yesterday. So yesterday they had a big uh, showcase as well. Um, are you into the changes they are making? Like for example, <laughs> uh, how the dog is dead now. So now yeah. help from him during the first boss fight. Uh, thanks. So yeah, um, and that leads into that. So they they had a, another showcase for Resident Evil yesterday. They did talk about um, the, the, the other two things I'll highlight really quick before we talk about Resident Evil 4, because that's the big story here. Uh, they did uh, put out a demo if you want to try the third-person version of Resident Evil Village. That's out now. You can try a mm. demo of it. Um, and then, and then reverse they uh, comes brought out back like Reverse yeah. from the Dead, and it's not <laughs> cel-shaded anymore, and it's out next week. Yeah. So, and if you already own Village, you have that. So like maybe I'll look at that. I don't know. Um, I never tried that multiplayer component of Resident Evil 3. Remake, I, so I, yeah, I, I watched I watched yeah. some of that. And it just I watched some like people. It was kind of like, eh. like a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, but the big thing coming out of this, obviously, is Resident Evil 4 Remake. I mean, regardless of what I say about it, it's 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 going to be a game that sells incredibly well. It's going to sell incredibly but well. They're changing. They're doing slight changes to the story and stuff. And like it yeah. was highlighted in the email here, because <laughs> I watched all the, I watched, there's a story trailer and then there's like, I'd say like a 10 minute video of gameplay. And one of the things in that gameplay video that's highlighted is uh, the dog, very famously in the original version of this game, that you say, if you choose to save him out of a bear trap because he's stuck in a bear trap, he will help you in the first boss fight. Not like I'm spoiling it for anybody yeah. in a 15 year old game here. Uh, he's just fucking dead in this version. Yeah. You just find his dead body. So it's like, okay, maybe this isn't going to be the Resident Evil 4 that you think it's going to be, which is potentially, I think that's for me, important, I'm interested. It's important, important though. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, a, it's important to note that it's a remake, not a remake. <laughs> exactly. And two, right. and two and three changed those games quite a bit. They did, yeah. especially so, three. But that's I think that's what you want at this point. Resident Evil 4 has been released so many fucking times in its current, like original version. Yeah, it has. That, yeah, you can just game. make... It's time to make it different. It is time to make it a little bit different. Um, I mean, the thing, the things that I'm more interested in, and they didn't really highlight them in these in these trailers. And I think again, and and I've said this before, and I've very controversially said like, Resident Evil Four is not on my high tier list of Resident Evil games. It never has been. I think it did a lot of interesting things, and it definitely changed life. Especially if you look at it from a gameplay perspective. It obviously brought a new camera perspective that was brought into many oh, other yeah. games, like Gears of War. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a very important part of it. But like, there are things about that game people they like to look back on that game with rose tinted glasses. They like to 
Uh, especially like everybody remembers the intro of that game. Getting into the town, you got the chainsaw dude chasing you. Like that's what everybody. Right. Hey man, that could have been what the whole game. Do- what people don't remember <laughs> is you know ten hours of carrying Ashley around. Yeah, hide- hiding her in boxes and running the end- and- <laughs> How about the end of that game where you are literally fighting people that have guns, kind of like Resident Evil Five. Where yeah. everybody hated that, but it was okay. Resident Evil Four, like that's where I started to have a problem. With yeah, that. So Resident Evil Four devolves into some uh, weird knife fight does, against a guy end. in an oil rig, and you're like, "What the hell?" Exactly. Like, yeah, your buddy crashes. How did we get here? So like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm interested to see like what are those changes? Like, how is how are the Ashley mechanics going to work in this new one? They don't show anything about that. They obviously they show the character here in this trailer. She exists, but yeah. they don't. She exists. I mean, she's a big part of the story. She has to, but. I'm more curious about that because replaying through that game even a couple of years ago, that's not a fun part of that game at all. No, it's what not if like she's dead like, Go in stand this in this corner while I deal with 800 <laughs> of these dudes yeah. coming through this door. Oh, fuck, this dude picked her up and brought her through a door and she's yeah. dead now. Like, or like, no, exactly. or like the part where she's got to turn those cranks while I, while I pick off these dudes from <laughs> well, down she here. Yeah. But I with can't the sniper rifle, she doesn't shoot. get picked up. Hey, yeah, it's, yeah just, it's just fucked up. So... And then, uh, obviously, like I said, at the end, it just it just evolves into what people hated about Resident Evil 5. So I'm yeah. curious to see those changes. And that's what excites me the most. Um, although I will say, in the gameplay trailer, they did show uh, the Mysterious Stranger. And he sounds exactly the well, same. Well, I mean, he's, they, they can't change that, right? You've caught him out. There's a riot. There's a riot. So, um, I mean, visually, it, it, I mean, again, I've talked about it before on here, too. Like, the re-engine is, is probably the greatest thing Capcom's done in the last 10 years was take time off and make a new engine. Because mm-hmm. this game mm-hmm. looks incredible visually. Like, it's the one yeah. thing I'll say even watching this footage and stuff, even on my OLED TV, because I waited until they put up a 4K version of that footage. Like, it looks incredible. So, um, but yeah, I just that's the one thing I put out there. Like, I, th- I just think a lot of people look at that game with rose-tinted glasses and I really hope they change some of that stuff because if they don't, I think people are like, "Oh, remember when you had to carry this chick around for half the game?" But I think it makes yeah. I think it makes Ooh. it more fun when a when a remake changes parts of the game. It does, and that's why I like, really enjoyed the seven remake. Yeah, the, as the we game, talked about before. The seven remake is I know these characters. I know I generally know the story, but I want I want more of it, and like for them to mm-hmm. expand on certain things and to change certain things, and obviously now going into part two and part three eventually, like. That game has completely like it is not Final Fantasy VII anymore. <laughs> it is its own thing. No, it's not. Which is good. That's yeah, but that's what. But that's what I want. I didn't want to play the same game again. Yeah, especially yeah, since I think I that worked really well. Had already for... just played it again a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I have many times. Over yeah, I've so. played Seven many times on many systems, and like with Resident Evil Four, I played it on GameCube. I played God, it on PS2. Yeah. I played it on multiple different things. Like you can play it on PS5 if you want. They put it out yeah. as a digital release I yes. on PS3 360. They re-released the physical, which I have on Xbox One and, and PS4. Yeah. Those are playable, obviously, on the new systems. Right. So, like, you literally, want, you've been able to play that game to be a new on game. Switch. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can play it portable. You can play Resident Evil 5 portable. Think about that. So, but, I, don't want to th- I don't want to think about that. The only other thing that I would say with, like, these Resident Evil things, and I did put this in here, but they did come out and say this after, is that, they're currently not looking at remaking Code Veronica, which is sad for me because I think that's the last one they really should do because, like, nobody's touched Code Veronica since it came out. Do you it's think not, they would skip it and go to five? Thing. So that's the question, and that's what I've been going back with, with with our mutual friend Ross here is, like, do do they do five? Because five five's is a weird be really one tr- to remake. Five's going to be really tricky to do in 2022 or, for reasons I don't want to get into on podcast, or 
do they go back and actually just remake one? Oh, Even though there is a great remake of yeah, it, which is my favorite game of all time, do you remake that with the Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4 remake camera style? That's what I wonder. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough choice. Like, But you also have to remember at the same time, and the other potentially really exciting thing is when we look at Village, they've come out and said, like, this, this Winter's DLC, which is what it's We're called, done. is the end of that character's story. So what is Resident Evil 9? Yeah. Is, that, is it going to be another first person? Do you think they ditch that and go back to this style? Because I would have to say, like, obviously, these probably sell a little bit more than Village or 7. Wouldn't you think so? Because of the I don't nostalgia. Know. I, think, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. But I think 7, I, I think 7 sold a ton. It did. Because, because it was it was, was a long time. Well, it was no, well, it was five a years ago. No, but it was new. Yeah. Like, it was everything about this it was a fresh idea Mm -hmm. for that franchise Mm -hmm. so getting your hand off in the first 30 minutes like you know what i mean like then just you know that guy give me that bottle put that on your hand well i I think and i think that's why seven took off is because that actually had like an interesting story and stuff like you were you were interested to see like how this family thing played out so i think i think that's the most important part like nine if nine's obviously gonna be something new it just needs to come up with something something cool like that. I could see it being first or third. Obviously, they know people want a third person mode because they're adding it to this one. It's really yeah. It's really strange to me that they are going back a year later because it's going to play like a completely different game. All right, we remake so. seven but put third person mode in it. <laughs> there you go. I mean, if this thing sells well, I could see them doing like a DLC thing for that game. Mm, I think I think that's too far gone. You think it's too far? Yeah, I think I think. Part of me really wants five remade just because I would play that again. Easily. I want to see. I don't. I want to see how they handle it. Yeah. Like, what would I, it look like? It's. I don't know because I. I still think today. It's not old enough to me. be remade, is it? Maybe it's just me with rose tinted glasses on, but I still think it came true good. So oh, yeah, like, I, it was kind of ahead of its time. Does it? Yeah, and like it doesn't really need to be remade. It's a great. It was a great. Co- it's a great co-op. Game. Great co-op, and it also has the best version of Mercenary. Not yeah, not so, a. I wouldn't say so much. not a super great like Resident Evil game as a whole, because again, remember that tried something new. It's daytime now, like yeah, it's, it's all light for sure. People but, didn't like, care for that, but, but the co-op in that game is incredible. Like so, it's fun. it's incredible. Yeah, one of the best co-op games of that mm-hmm. generation. So so yeah, who knows? I'm, it's weird. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious to see what they do next. Like after nine, like nine is probably out, next. Whatever nine is nine is next. Whatever yeah, whatever they're doing. So. But that's going to wrap up news. Now we're going to get into the emails. We've got a lot of GameStop emails this week, which I know Dan particularly that's what we very do. excited That's about. what we do here. So, um, which we got a couple that are from current employees, so obviously their locations are redacted. And I don't want to give away <laughs> locations. We no, don't we don't get want anybody to, in trouble. Yeah, we, we're not doxing so, anybody here. Exactly. So our first email comes from Ed from Redacted. As I said, it says, Hi, guys. I wanted to email in... As I've been listening for a while now, and I was looking to get this off my chest, I am a current SL. Currently, our deal has a win set for getting 100 Pokemon pre-orders a week. If you are unaware, the latest lingo is calling goals or expectation wins. So I'm not surprised. They like no, to change that No, I, I knew that, but I, I, I want to <laughs> say I've heard that in the past, too, because they okay. always try to make it sound like... Um, They're probably just pushing it harder. A positive spin on it. We're like, yeah, you're just, you're winning at at doing this. And okay. (laughs) Somebody really liked Charlie Sheen at the time. Yeah, well. I'm located in a dead shopping center that just has myself, a GNC, an army recruiting office, 
and a laundromat. Our big anchor, Kmart, left years ago. Man, if your big anchor, get... hang on, real sec. <laughs> if your big anchor was Kmart, it's holy years ago. crap. Exactly. Like, are you are you emailing us from 1997? Like, <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's um, how dead. Like that's how I know your thing is dead. If you're no, and it, it, like, it as was, I was reading this email, I'm like, man, it sounded like our our thing too. If you think oh, about GNC, it. Like, yeah, right there. Our big thing, we had a big lots, and then that left. So. Yeah, and big lots is basically uh, Kmart. GNC, like GNC, will be there until after the apocalypse. They'll still be like, do you want to open a GNC? You need like, some protein powder. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm lucky to get 20 reserves a week total, so I find this goal to be unbelievable, yet he is mandating it for all of his stores. Have you guys ever been set up for an unrealistic or unattainable goal from your DL? If so, how did you all handle it? Thanks. So yeah. I, this went out, Dan dealt more with the DL than I did, so the only yeah. thing that I'll say, and then I'll turn it to you, yeah, is yeah, yeah. I just remember uh, his unrealistic expectations the first year I was there with the iPad and the iDevices. Mm-hmm. Just that was like, you one. need to talk to every single person that comes in here about iDevices. And then the first fucking person that walks in while he's there is somebody I certainly know has no yeah. care in the world about it. But I had to still skirt it. Um, so. Yeah, so just like this thing, like reading this, like Ed's DL, like, you know, <laughs> mandating this is like, it's just it's an, just another person who's out of touch. Who, who, has, who has no clue or he does and he doesn't of care course. which a lot of times are the same person but um like a hundred a hundred pokemon reserves a week see i don't think we ever got a hundred in like there were sometimes no and especially these the days, no way yeah no, no way. way like it was hard enough when we left when i you know when i left five years ago to get you know, like a hundred a hundred a week for one game are you crazy? Like, does he see a hundred people in his store a week that are that switch <laughs> like, focused? When he has, if you're no at a shopping center, does yeah. he have a hundred people in the store in a week? Like, at that'd best, be my at best, he's maybe getting some foot traffic from the laundromat, and even then, yeah. it's like how many people use laundromats anymore? How many of that is just uh, kids? It's know. just a hundred exactly. a week is insane. Um, it's ridiculous. Unrealistic goals, like I mean, we don't we would get pre order goals like that where they're always like you know get get three Maddens a shift, but it would be like the day Madden was announced. So like nobody, yeah. nobody yeah. cares, dude. No one cares. <laughs> exactly. We're like, we're like, we're going to be lucky to get 30 Madden total in three months. Yeah. Um, or, or like Kyle said, when we first started carrying like iDevices, the company made it this huge deal. We had a case up at the front, locking case. We had these stupid boxes. We had to fold, like put things in and sticker things properly, set this whole thing up. And it was, and then it was expected. It's like you got to sell one or two a day, and we're like, "What are you talking? Yeah. One or two a day? What are you talking? about? We just started. Nobody knows we have these." And it's like, I don't know how many who you're talking to, but nobody's really looking for iPod Nanos anymore, man. Like, no, it, it was it was done like at the end of that era, All right? Like, and well, they started to get Spotify on your phone, right? Well, yeah, and and not only that, but they started to get crazy about it, where it's like set up a table with. Um, you know, saying we have iPods and put up fake boxes. You can't put real ones out there. And then it would get desperate where it's like, carry one around with you and try to sell the one you're carrying. Well, I remember specifically there was a couple weeks towards the holiday where they were like, here, we allocated you four hours on a Saturday to have someone come in and stand next to the case. Yeah. Only talk to they would try to get me to about an item waste device. someone's time to stand by that <laughs> case and just sell those. And uh, it, it was just insane. Like the goals for that were always wild. And then like... 
when it comes down to like how did I deal with it, like I think it's been if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I think it's been pretty clear what my what my SL management style was. It's like I could give a rat's ass what the district leader and the regional and like all yeah. the goals and stuff they sell. That is not what I'm here for. It's not what you're here. What you are here to do is to help the customer buy what they would like to buy and then sell add-ons that equate to that. If a guy walks in wanting to buy an Xbox, you don't have to, I'm not, please do not spend 15 minutes trying to sell him an iPad. He came in here for an Xbox. Exactly. And then you know what you do? You sell him an Xbox and you get him to buy like three games and a controller and a charging kit. That's yeah. a, that's a quote unquote win for me. Yeah, I could, exactly. give, a, I could yeah. give a damn if this guy bought a used scratched dented iPhone three GS that we probably sold for $180 for some stupid reason, <laughs> as opposed exactly. to buying the stuff he wanted when he came in. Yes. I yeah. understand. I understand to a point like, selling you know upselling and all that kind of stuff and like that's what i expected to do with with things that make sense to it but not to not to throw in like hey we kept remember we would keep like a nano or something on the counter next to the pin i want to say like yeah, a right nano or a bed. shuffle or what something that would be like 35 dollars 40 dollars i want to say it was a shuffle because again there was always the the Pick whatever the cheapest to walk yeah, oh, yeah walk away with it well so. i mean Eventually, You're people started put, stealing keys to that thing and and ripping them off. Remember, yeah. like from other stories. Yeah, um, that case sucked. By the way, it was heavy and just <laughs> awful. It sucked. Um, but and then it would be like, oh yeah, do you want to buy a shuffle? An iPod shuffle too? And then they'd be like, it's 2013. Why do I want an iPod shuffle? Exa- yeah, exactly. Like, I or, or whatever phone. year it was, 2015, yeah. whatever. Why do I want an iPod shuffle? Like, I have a phone in my pocket that can play music at any time. Mm-hmm. Like whatever yeah. I wanted to play music, it can play music. Um, we, we, you know, every so often, but the thing is, like, every so often people would come in to look at the stuff, and For if sure. they want to do it and you sell it, great, but I'm not well, forcing it. It was the same thing. You want to talk about unrealistic goals? But <laughs> cricket. Okay, cricket. I was going to oh, say that. One, act, one activation a week or two a week or whatever. I feel it was. like that was a six month thing. <sighs> it was about a year. It was, it was for okay. as long as we had that rep dude. Because remember, okay. he would come in and check up on us. Like, how many crickets you got this week? Zero. You can leave. Yeah. What are you guys? This is a GameStop. What are you? What are you guys? <laughs> what are you guys doing to sell cricket in your store? Absolutely nothing. You can leave. Yeah. Um, I have put I have put the cricket stuff up in the three foot cricket section. Does that count? You yeah. can leave. Like, yeah. we're not here to sell cricket, dude. I don't care. Yeah. It was if, dumb. If we get, you know, oh, your your store, yeah, but your store gets credit for the activation. I don't see that number anywhere here. Where does that number? <laughs> Where is he exactly? Can you tell me how much it is? Too, I, I want to say that never the, tell you. The district manager even couldn't show you that on the. They couldn't tell you. They'd lie to you. You got a hundred percent. No, you get a hundred. No, you get fifty percent. No, you get. If well, if they exactly. pay their bill, you get the number would change all the time. Well, so like, well, how do I get the money if the money's going to cricket? Because we're just selling yeah. it for cricket. So out of my store, get the money. Yeah. So like, exactly. it's just it was just bullshit. Like cricket would be. I want to say it was like two activations a week, maybe more. It was, it was a point. number where it was, it was unreal. It was just something where we laughed at it. You like, you read them and you laugh and then how do you deal with it? Yeah, man. We were whenever they ask you lie. Like that's, that's how you yeah. keep your job. You lie. Yeah, man. We asked everybody. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> Kyle stood by that case for six hours and uh, <laughs> just he played plants versus zombies on an iPad in front of people. I don't know how to tell you. Like, it's just ridiculous. Exactly. Like, it's just what a waste, absolute waste of time. Um, 
you know, I feel I feel horrible for Ed for getting hundred Pokemon pre orders. Hundred Pokemon pre orders. My God, if our store was still open, we could maybe get forty total. Right? Yeah, I'd say that's I'd say inaccurate. Forty total, maybe twenty Pokemon, each, maybe a little bit even, more. Pokemon's a little bit. The, even towards the end, though, like we would still get. I'd say all the games that we would get reserves on Nintendo. That would always still be one of the big anything Nintendo, but especially Pokemon. But we ain't getting no hundred a week. No, right? it wouldn't be anywhere near like the hard gold and soul silver days. Which no, you did you work there when that happened, or were you at Target or no, something? No, oh man, uh, hard gold and soul silver wasn't that like twenty ten? Yeah, that was before. I was at okay. I was at twenty six forty nine. I remember okay. that day being a shit show. Um, we probably had two hundred plus for each, and the okay. reason and the reason that was a problem is that each one of them came with a stupid fucking figure. And we got maybe 60 oh, of each yeah. of those. Yeah. And then you had to tell people like, hey, man, those were first come, first serve. Why well, reserved it first? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. There's no way. Yeah. Like, well, eventually, remember, when it when it did get to a point where we had 20 pre-order bonus things and we had 40 reserves or something, we'd print the list out and like draw a line and be like, these people yeah, get it. Okay. These people don't. Because they reserved it. Sorry. Yeah. Like, right. That's how yeah. it works now. But that back in the hard gold and silver days, yeah. no, it did not. We, I remember specifically. This is a quick story. One woman reserved, I think, one of each game because a lot of people. Did. Okay, and then yeah. but she wanted to it's buy one one more of each game because you know whatever. So she wanted four, and then she's like, "Why well, should get four figures?" And we're like, oh, God, no. "No, no, no, no." I reserved it. No, absolutely not. No, you can have one for each of the ones you reserved. I cannot give you any more. This is ridiculous. I remember because my boss at the time was uh, my friend Kenny. You met Kenny. Yeah. Big, yeah. big black guy. Doesn't really take shit from yeah. people. No, um, he does not. <laughs> oh, man. He showed that lady the door pretty quick. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you can See? either get two or zero and you can leave. And so, yeah. of course, she it's took her I two and left that. and, you know, yeah. grumbled the whole way out the door. But we were just laughing. My job that day was literally like there were two people on registers. And I was just – they'd be like one – I was just the guy handing the games to like, all right, one goal for you, one solo yeah. for you. Just to try to speed shit up because we had a line going – you remember how that store was? It was kind of like a little bit smaller than ours. Yeah. A little bit smaller than But it, it went all the way to the back of the thing to the front door. It did. Just like people yeah. for fucking Pokemon. But – these days, that's not what it is. Maybe if they came with figures, you could probably get a hundred. But the la- I mean, the last game I remember being uh, over ridiculous day was GTA Five. Oh yeah, like original three sixty. And to be f- to be fair, I think six would be there'd be, you know, be, be some lines. If but again, Sto- if GameStop if GameStop's still around by then, six would be it, again. Though it's five. different now because people just get that. Digital. Well, yeah, because I can well, preload it. Out it. I preload exactly. it. I played it twelve. Yeah, and yeah, you bet. You yeah. bet. You better believe that game specifically would be a huge incident. Oh, yeah. So you might want to preload that. Oh, 120 gigs a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, another one here. Robert from Redacted. So another Redacted current GameStop employee says, Hi, guys. Love the podcast. I wanted to reach out and see if you all have read the Kotaku article that was posted this past week about GameStop stores slowly becoming a toy store. Is it just me or are they out of touch? I've been with GameStop since 2011, and this has been a slow change that's only grown rapidly in the most recent years. But this process has been going on for the last seven to eight years. Perhaps it seems more aggressive now than in years past, but I get the feeling no one at Kotaku has been in a GameStop for a decade. And when one of them went in and said, wow, this is a change, then wrote the article, what do you all think? Um, I mean, I also think that's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was probably forced to go into a GameStop because Kotaku loves to hate GameStop. Um, 
pretty it's pretty obvious that we well, if, if, them, it's a, if it's a slow news day they just you know what they you know what they, they do like to rip slow news day they just go to the GameStop Reddit and pick a complaint story and pick something and write yeah. a fucking article about it. That's what they, they do. do. That's, that's not a joke. And then, they, and, then, and, then their, and then their research is, well, I called three stores in the area, and this is what. <laughs> yeah, man. I just said I work for Kotaku, and they talk to me. You know, yeah. that, that's all they oh, would have I think to they're important because they're going to get on Kotaku's website. Exactly. Ooh. Uh, but I mean, I agree with this guy. Like that change has been going on for a while. It started. We started seeing that change in like 2015, maybe I want to say. You started getting the boxes of just stuff that's not video games. Well, remember, you know? remember it started. We got that little tower thing in the middle. Remember, mm-hmm. so it was like a four sided yeah. tower, with like a glass top, and that was I remember because that's when we started carrying Funkos, and it was one side of that tower, and that was yeah. It. And you know, I remember the first Funkos we ever got were Star Trek: The Next Generation Funko Pops. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then it's and then it became like um, statues was the first major. Like, oh, when we got that thing. Stuff. And the thing yeah. is, is like when when that started, when when all this started, like you know what, man, pops are probably something we should carry. Statues yeah. are probably video game related statues are probably something we should carry. And then yeah. like and then when like Pokemon cards started to show up. You know what, man? Pokemon cards are something we should definitely carry. There are definitely things that fall into that lane that we should have yeah. always carried. Like I, n- I sure. never understood why we didn't. Um, I, I think another thing you and I talked about when we worked there, but I understand why we never did would be like Lego is probably something we should have always carried. Like make it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's a video game store. Make it a like very a very small part, but yeah. Yeah, but make it a game store. Or like you know, sure. but then they started losing their fucking minds. If it had oh, the God. if it had the word Star Wars written on it, they bought it to sell. If it, you yeah. know what I mean, like it was everything. Pokemon plushies, fine. We probably should carry those. And to be fair, we sold a shitload of those. If it had the word we Pokemon did. on it, we sold it. It didn't matter because sure. yes, that is the market. But Star Wars is not a huge crossover it's market. Not. I don't like Star Wars, and I no, I know that collect <laughs> video games. But like Pokemon stuff, I could I can understand it. Um, yeah, it, it it was a slow burn because then it started to become, you know, you had three feet of collectibles, and then it was six feet of collectibles, and then it was twelve feet of collectibles, and then it was we hired the chick from Walmart who buys the shit at Walmart, and you're like, oh, oh that's right, like, yeah, oh, no. I kind of forgot. They yeah, that lady went, that lady went nuts. Yeah, they introduced her at conference one year, and they're like, we're gonna fix all this stuff because we know you guys don't like it. And then she went nuts and bought a ton of stuff, and that all bombed. Like just everything went crazy, and the problem exactly. there was no like pricing structure for anything. No, we didn't have we didn't really like we were a bigger store. We didn't have room for all this stuff. We couldn't oh, figure yeah. out how other stores did it. Um, I just remember getting boxes of stuff, and it's literally like just shit thrown in boxes, like mm-hmm. no rhyme or reason. Remember when we got like the like the hundred and eighty dollar lightsabers? And we're yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> like, we, why am I carrying a hundred and eighty dollar lights? I could probably for, sell. I don't remember selling any of those. We did at a certain point, but I, at, okay. at one point they were behind the counter. But then they ended up getting relegated to like the back wall above, like the speaker. Remember? They did. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, like yeah. we had, we had to find places to bury this stuff. And then at one point, we've talked about it before, but at one point our store had Leapster products. And oh we, yeah. I could well, not that, figure this that out. Was the baby why am I getting, well. getting Leapster? <laughs> No one yeah. else carries Leapster. It's because there's a Toys R Us like ha- half a mile from us. Um, yeah. Just everything about it was was crazy because 
it was just every day something new would show up. But you go into a GameStop sure. store now, or you look at the Reddit now and see like the stuff they're getting, and it's just someone has lost their minds. Like yeah. that, yeah, like sure. that, that uh, things that are on. You know, the, you get something in a shipment that's something GameStop's mm-hmm. never carried before, but it's already marked at clearance. But it's one hundred and eight dollars. Yeah. What? What a clearance deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, clearance became the biggest problem because it was all of a sudden they realized, well, none of this shit sells. We should just mark all of it clearance. And they gave you this yeah. stupid tower to try to jam it all in. And Now it's like, a, at least the one by me, it's like a bin that just has yeah. a bunch of shit. Well, and, but then like clearance stuff, here's, you want to know a big GameStop secret? Sometimes when something would go clearance, it would go up in price. Yeah. I remember, remember that? that? Yeah. We'd have to make, so we'd slightly, have to make sure. But yeah, we'd have to make sure we took the old tags off. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're weird half toy stores now and they're, they're too much into figures. They're too much into yeah. stocking yeah. stuff for toys like that you would get at like five below or like a Spencer's or, sure. or just weird little shit that they don't need to carry. There is plenty of stuff that is adjacent to what you're trying to do, but you got to stop, especially just sending it sending it like, yeah sending stuff that's already pre-clearanced what it's, what's the point? i just don't <laughs> get it like but just, it's, exactly it's basically why. here you throw you get rid of this because we can't yeah. yeah. the website but yeah i i'm it's a sad it's a sad way to go and like it just seems to be getting worse it seems to be getting worse like the last time i the last couple weeks ago when i was in the, the game stuff over here pre-ordering that uh fire emblem like it's just mm-hmm. you look around that sort of like these sections of games are getting smaller and smaller and smaller and then the rest of it's just filled to the brim with like stuffed animals puzzles cereal giant, bowls, like, giant stuff any random like, like culture um, thing you can think of like pop culture it's got like Marvel whatever dc written on it they buy it, it they will buy yeah. it yeah like yeah and, it, and like you think it's bad now it's only october 21st man I know. Imagine oh, the yeah. shipments that, over the next month. Oof. What's Black Friday? Like, what kind of crap are you going to pull from that? You know I, I don't mean? know, man. Exactly. All right, our next, another GameStop email. Uh, this one comes to us from Barry from Westchester, Pennsylvania. It kind of piggybacks off the last one. Hi, all. I've been listening for quite some time now. Former GameStop manager here. Constantly, I see articles and insight that this is the year GameStop will end, yet it never does. What do you all think is the actual timeline of the rest of GameStop. This would be before it inevitably implodes. Thanks. So what do you think realistically? When do you think it actually is going to end? I don't know, man. Maybe. We've talked about it for so many years. Because it every just, every year die. there's some other article where it's like, can GameStop last? And then something stupid happens where um you know the stock, I thought the pandemic was gonna kill the GameStop. pandemic. I really did. Yeah, but the stock thing saved it. If that stock thing hadn't happened, it would be in a much different place right now. Because I think so. Sure. I, I, honestly, think so. I honestly believe part of part of Chewy.com's plan was <laughs> was to like tank it in such a way where he made bank and then he bailed, and then from that <laughs> point, but from that point, it would have been gone. Um, yeah. But then, but like that saves it. And the last time when we were both working there, you know, there was things where it's like, man, nothing seems right. You know, they haven't turned a profit in years. But then the PS4 and the Xbox One come out and everything changes because most people get their systems from GameStop. 
Yeah, or, even, or at least at the time. In, at the time they did. Or definitely a brick and mortar store. Like I would sure. say that was even the same for these most recent systems. Right. Most people well, went still out. It's it still it. During the pandemic. Who gets who gets the most PS5s? It's probably GameStop because of this bundle yeah. thing they pull and they have a good relationship with these vendors. Like they do. even even though Sony doesn't have like a like a vendor partner program anymore and Microsoft really never did and Nintendo only <laughs> kind of does. They still yeah. have a good relationship with GameStop because they Absolutely. understand what that place means physically to them. Because they're not going to sell the systems themselves because they don't care. Sony kind of does, they but um, it's the timeline thing. It just seems to get harder and harder to guess every time. Like it does. Twenty twenty seemed like it could have been it with the we're essential. Really we sell batteries, the and then they yeah. had to close and pivot to deliveries and store pickups and you know the warehouse problems. And then the Chewy.com guy came over, and then another CEO quit like, <laughs> like the whole thing's a revolving. I don't even know who works there anymore up at the top, man. Like, I, it just yeah. keeps revolving. I don't either. It keeps um, changing. I, I think at this point, my guess is you won't see it coming. I think you remember, I think so too. You remember when Toys R Us closed and you knew, was, you knew Toys R Us was kind of in a bad spot. Cause yeah. like realistically, do, do people really go to Toys R Us anymore? And really not much. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, by the end of the year, every Toys R Us is going to be closed. And you're like, well, shit. Okay. Um, Weird. And then all of a sudden they were all just gone. Like they just disappeared. Um, My my guess is it would be something similar to that. Um, When this next, when this fiscal year ends, you know, in March and they, and they close, you know, even more More stores. Because they're not opening stores. Like, let's be real. They're no, not opening. No, maybe not. maybe one here and there just because something moved or something changed around or something. Sure. sure. But they're not like they're not going to mass open more GameStops unless they want to fill them full of clearance garbage. Um, and like, but like everything else, they, they try fails. Like, remember the ThinkGeek stuff? We're going to have ThinkGeek stores. We were supposed yeah, to get one close to our disappeared. Yeah. Uh, and then they got rid of it. And then, um, the Tulsa stores or the retro stores or the come hang out and game stores. I was going to say, remember remember? the idea of like, Oh, we're going to have this like community vibe in the middle of the We're going to have tables in the back room and all this shit. And like, we're going to redo some stores. Didn't work. Uh, Well, that one, (laughs) that one realistically COVID killed that off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I think realistically they're probably trying to go that route for the most part, but COVID shut that off. Um, and let's be honest, whoever's idea was that was probably doesn't work there anymore. Um, <laughs> no, for sure. So it's it's tough to say. Like I don't think you could put a time on it definitively and be like, you know what, man, it's got two years left and it's over. I think it's going to be one of those things where you wake up one morning and it's just going to be an article like, yeah, the CEO just GameStop files, GameStop files yeah, for bankruptcy, consolidating yeah. stores. Because remember, a couple of years ago they tried to sell themselves, nobody bought it. But then the stock thing, <laughs> but then the stock thing saved it. I did say. Um, but then you know the stock thing is over now. It's it's just crashed so, into the into the basement again. So you'll wake up one day and read a story about how GameStop expects to close fifty percent of its stores to restructure in the next two yeah. months. I think when GameStop goes away, it goes away because again, this Chew.com guy's in charge. And he'll he'll burn it to the ground on his way out, just for the yeah. hell of it, just for the hell of it, because it's it's trash to him. He doesn't care. <laughs> there, you know what? There'll be one There's location left, Matt. Yacht. There'll be one location left, Matt. It'll be on his yacht, 
It'll be like there remember you the you remember the Richie Rich movie where he had a McDonald's inside his house. It'll yeah. be like that. It'll be like It'll that. Be like that. <laughs> It'll be on his yacht. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Our next uh, GameStop email uh, comes yeah. from Chad from another redacted. Um, and I'm not surprised we got an email about this because I, I literally saw this get announced mm-hmm. and then I was like, we oh, talked about it the day it happened. Yeah. yeah. The day it happened. Uh, Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out regarding the fall 2022 holiday hours that just came out. I have to say, well, it's nice to see the full Thanksgiving day. The stores are, you know, are closed again. It's only short-sighted by the fact that most of the competition is also closed this year. Most of those that drink the Kool-Aid at GameStop will see this as a win. But all of us with common sense know that it's not. It's also a distraction for the real power move here, staying open until 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Insane. Why? Insane. Why would we do this? For me, my store always does. My store always does around 4 p.m. each year. It dies down. I think he meant to say it dies down. I think so. He now meant, GameStop like, maybe his wants, store lasts until about yeah, 4 p.m. Yeah, about 4 p.m. GameStop wants us to suffer and not be with families on this holiday anymore. Look, I've been here 10 years. And I find this change worse than having to work a few hours on Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to my rant. rant. What do you all think? Um, I'm not surprised. No. And again, this is a total GameStop move where they would they would do this like, oh, hey, guys, we're, we're giving you Thanksgiving back. We ran year. the analytics and we realized, you know what? You're right, guys. And we're going to give that day <laughs> back to you because we believe in exactly. you guys and spending that day with your family. Now, that being said, you're up until nine on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Which, which um, would suck for me because that's the night well, we do everything in my family. Here's, here's, so. here's the weirder, yeah, here's a weirder <laughs> aspect of that. Is like there are a lot of families that do Christmas on Christmas Eve. Like, yeah, that's how it's been for me right, since for I was you, you, I don't do that, but you do. And like I know other people. There was a, re- there was a reason why when I was. But I know, but I know other people do. Like, or, yeah. or, or you know, people who have – we won't get into it. But two different families. They got to do one one exactly. night and one the other yeah. night. So, it makes sense. It makes sense. Thanksgiving, we've talked about it in the past where I don't think necessarily being open on Thanksgiving is the problem. The problem was is they wanted you to be open like Thanksgiving all the way through to the end of Black Friday. Like you never close. Oh kind of yeah, like that's dumb. If you want to be if you want to have Thanksgiving door busters from like nine to twelve and then you close and you reopen at six, fine. Sure. Whatever. Most people are not eating at nine o'clock. Um, yeah, at night. I don't know about you, but Thanksgiving dinner for me is at like two and I'm checked out at like five. And I just yeah. want it to be over. Ours is always at noon, and then it's yeah. just whatever the rest of the day. It's yeah, like, exactly. You know I mean? So, but the problem was is when they wanted it to be like you're open midnight on Thanksgiving to 10 p.m. Friday. Like that's too long. Too, it, it there's, sucked. there's a there was a dead period in between of like six hours where nobody yeah. came. So giving you Thanksgiving back, like, and again, he makes a great point where yeah, it's because nobody else is open on Thanksgiving, man. That's you the know? only reason they well, ran the they ran the numbers. But here's the other thing too: it's like maybe Black Friday meant more, and Thanksgiving meant more five years ago. But the pandemic changed everything. No, it changed that. It changed everybody can do everything online now, right? Yeah, you can, you can buy. I, I can buy anything. Amazon every year. Like I don't. But I, I can buy anything online, online I want right now and have it to my house probably tomorrow. Yeah. Like absolutely. so. Do we really need to be open on Thanksgiving to have Thanksgiving deals? Not really, because Not especially because really. you ship from stores. The orders yeah. just come in and you ship it out from there. Big deal. So it's they they used to pull that shit with us all the time. Where it's remember when um, 
I remember when they first made us be open on Thanksgiving and they tried to blame it on employees. Remember? They were yeah. like they were like, a lot of you have asked us to be open on Thanksgiving. And we all said yeah. no one has done that. Not yeah, one I remember has that asked the, you the CEO at the time. to be open one of the two days we're closed a year. Exactly. No one has asked you for that. And now now being open till nine on Christmas Eve, I wanna say some years it was like seven for us. I want to say one um, or two of these, but usually it was. Remember though, it was tiered because it kind of depended on where you were. If you were in a mall, obviously it was yeah. less. If you were in a, a certain kind of strip store, if you had a certain start type yeah. of volume, it was like six. I think for us it was like seven. Uh, ironically, remember yeah. Christmas Eve was the last day that store was open. Uh, they wanted yeah. us to be open on the twenty sixth, and we told them you're fucking crazy. Like all we're gonna no, that do, would be stupid. All we're gonna do is returns. returns that you're gonna ship. Yeah. yeah, it returns to tab what we've shipped everything out. Yeah, like no. I don't know. This is stupid. So we told them Christmas Eve is it, and they were like, "Oh, okay, I guess so." Um, and then I think we, but we worked until the end of the year to get the rest of shit out of this. Or we did. Um, well, you weren't there. You bailed. Oh yeah, you no, I was out of there. No, you're right. You're um, right. but yeah, uh, this this is a tr- like nine o'clock. I can't imagine who is gonna come in from seven to nine p.m. on Christmas Eve to buy something. No. Like there's always Christmas Eve. I get being open on Christmas Eve. I really do. Like twelve to six. Oh, during fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It was busy. I also say you this. Have the last coming, minute people. Yeah, but I also say this as someone who worked at Game Crazy, where we were never closed. Like we were open on Christmas Day, uh, but even then, it was like twelve to six, and I had a Jewish guy who worked for me, and he was like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he got paid, you know, two and a half times pay to work that day that he didn't exactly. Pay, but, but again, it was always a dead day because it was more like return, like 25 and 26 is returns, man. Like it's, re- oops, I got my kid the wrong thing or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Um, God, 9 p.m. though. I, I can't, if they would have come I at me imagine. and said, especially if, depending on like if it was our store and our dead thing, you want me to be open, oh you want me to be open by myself in a dead parking lot with almost no lighting on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. Until 9 p.m.? Come on. That's offensive. Um, I'd rather work Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I was going to say, do you remember there was that brief, like, uh, it could have been like a a quarter of the year, one year where they realigned our hours and we would close at 8? Yeah. That was a godsend. That That was a godsend. That was a great, like, four or five months yeah it was like an we're gonna gonna experiment and then uh because they used to put out those reports i'd be like from one to two you did this and two to three you did this and it was like from eight to nine that last hour was always dead you did nothing or you'd have like one sale at the end of the night so yeah we were open until eight for a while that was incredible it was great well because you know what else it also freed up like now it allowed for somebody to come in an hour earlier so you had more coverage in the afternoon yeah yeah it was exactly and then of course it changed it back or like uh Sundays were 11 to 6, and then I think for a little while they tried to make them longer. Didn't they do that? They tried to make them longer, but then I also want to say during that period, it changed from 11 to 6 to noon to 6 or something. Yeah, also, there was like, also another off. part where it got shorter, yeah. too. Yeah, it was weird. And it was great. They would fuck with them yeah. so often, but like, the game store that was like... 8 o'clock was amazing. <laughs> I'll tell you, as someone who, who ran a game store and worked at a game store for 15 years, they do not need to be open past like 7. Like no, if you can't really get not. here by seven, you don't need it today. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Like exactly. come back tomorrow. Ten to seven. <laughs> we should have been open ten to seven every day. Exactly. Even Sunday's like fine. Like 
10 to 6. But, like, if you can't get here by 7, you, you don't need it. Yeah. Uh, next email we got comes from Jamie from Water- Waterloo, Iowa. He says, Hi, guys. I was curious with Kyle being a huge fan of horror games. What his thoughts are on the Silent Hill news, especially that the team is yeah, making a Silent Hill. I kind of went through it earlier. Um, I mean, I don't have a hatred of, of uh, you like the medium. Right? I really like the medium. Yeah. yeah, I really like the medium. I understand the criticisms of that game. I understand there's there's a specific trope that is used at the end of the game. I'm not going to get into it, but I understand why some people don't like that trope being used in the video game. That being said, as we kind of discussed, like Liberty Team is not writing this game. They're just right. remaking it. So they're like they have nothing to do with the story. They're not they're gonna change certain things about puzzles and maybe where things are placed, but they're not gonna revamp this entire game's story. So I think it I think that's a perfect project for a team like that. Mm-hmm. That maybe people out there have problems with how they told stories in the past, because again, that's not part of this project. So uh, but I, for me, I, I harbor no hatred towards that team at all. Like, I think they did a really good job with the medium. And that game really felt like a kind of a new Silent Hill, just not called Silent Hill when it came out to me. So it makes sense you would go after that and go, hey, these could probably do a good job with Silent Hill. Right. So, uh, final two emails we got. We have uh, Brandon from Salt Lake City, Utah. says, hey, dudes, what is up with games going back to 30 frames a second? Gotham Knights, Plague Tale, and even God of War now was announced if you want to 4K, it's only 30 frames. Are developers getting lazy or are we hitting what these systems can handle? Um, the God of War, I'll, I'm going to separate that one from this question because that does have a 60 frame mode, but there's an interesting uh, point to it. I'll mention it in a minute. Yeah. yeah, I'll mention something else that's weird about that game, but um, I don't think we're going back to 30 frames. I just think, unfortunately, we hit a week where two games happen to come out that Gotham Knights seems like it's a disaster. I mean, you and I have talked about it off, you know, yeah. off of the podcast, off the record of like, this game for me went from like, you know, hey, we'll pick it up Black Friday. Like, I think I'm going to pull an Outriders and wait a year yeah, yeah, yeah. and just let it update. Maybe they'll put a performance mode in. Because from my understanding for that game, they forced ray tracing. So that's why there is no 60 frame performance mode. It's not if even, you turn that off it's and not lower even the resolution. locked at 30. It can go sub 30. No. Yeah, that's what I've been reading. So I've it's seen some performance reviews and I'm just like, I don't think i need to play that right now it just doesn't seem like well, it's ready for prime time the other thing i think is, is key about gotham knights and i think it's true of plague tale like these both had you know ps4 versions at some point like <laughs> they did so this stuff is being held back like we we've for sure we, we haven't reached a point of current systems getting too too much or we haven't really hit that point where it's like okay games are only coming out on these right that's That's the other issue yeah so like gotham knights is a perfect example because it is that that hurt that one's that one's weird to me too because it's like that game was developed for ps4 and xbox one and started its development at that point and then they announced well we want to make it better so we're dropping those platforms for just the new ones but then to have it come out it just means it uh, just means that those versions were worse than these they had to have been bad. I'm right. thinking, I'm almost wondering if it was like a cyberpunk situation. Like, mm-hmm. this probably really shouldn't come out bad. Right. Uh, cyberpunk is a good example of something like that, too, where they should have just said, forget it, and and made it next-gen stuff, and now they finally are, you know, DLC sure. period later. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily like people being lazy either. I think certain things like Gotham Knights hit up, they hit a wall at a point where, 
we have to go forward from here and that's it. And then the publisher comes in and says, you guys have to get this game out. Like we can't. Oh, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that publisher pushed on. Like we need to get that out this Plague holiday. Tale, the thing about Plague Tale is like, that's more of like an indie game. Not necessarily kind of like, like uh, you know, yeah, not the nice weird play kind of for a sure. thing. But uh, the thing I'll mention about God of War real quick and yeah. then move on to our final mm-hmm. question. So God of War, they put out all its all its information today. It has four different modes. Mm-hmm. So one of them is 120 frames. 120. Like if sure. and another one is a 4K but at 40 frames, which like mm. what, what does that matter? I don't know. Both of those require you to have an HDMI 2.1 port. So, like for example, the OLED TV I have has that. So, like if I'm going to do that, like I'll probably look at the 120 frame mode. But like that resolution has to be really bad for that. Yeah, tour. yeah, yeah. I don't need like, that. Absolutely, I don't need that either. So, um, I'll probably just play it at 60. But it's important to know, like that game does at least have a performance mode option. Yeah. These other two do not. Right. No. Now. No. So, like at all. Plague Tale. Plague Tale is a little odd yeah. because they did put out a Series X and PS5 version of that game, and it does run the 60, so the original game. So yeah. it, it's weird, but I don't know. I, I put a video out on my channel about it actually kind of blew up a, a couple days ago. It's My thing is just I don't want to see it become a trend, but I really don't think it's going to. No, I think I think eventually we'll, we'll stabilize at 4K60 once we don't have to make last-gen ports of stuff anymore. For sure, which for sure. whole fingers crossed is only one more year of this stuff. I don't think because we're not there I, yet, but we're getting there. I have to imagine end of twenty twenty three is the end of supporting <laughs> these the, these older for, systems for newer that will like officially be a decade. Old. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, our final question also about Gotham Knights comes to us from Richard from Boise, Idaho. He says, "Hi guys, quick question: Is Gotham Knights just the Avengers game all over again?" Thanks. It seems like it. I don't know. Um, like, is, but like, could Avengers I, be I better? I haven't played it. Could Avengers I be mean, better? Maybe. I think Avengers today is better. Was is Avengers oh. when it came out better? It's no. <laughs> a different conversation. Someone, someone who's platinum no. that game, no. Um, yeah, I don't know because they, they I, seem like a similar concept. A little bit. I was reading more about it today with like the loot and like the the skill ups and like everything like the game just seems like a mess like it does. they didn't it understand really what to do and they ran out of a like it got to be a point where like they said that the story is predictable which you know most batman games are sad to say uh for obvious reasons but i don't know you know avengers was an okay game hurt by the fact that the mcu existed for sure you know it was it was not an MCU game, so who cares? And then it was the story in that game is pretty decent, and like following Kamala is good, but yeah, um, like just everything they did after the fact didn't help the game. It did so that just it just kind of became a weird Avengers exists kind of a thing. I think they also had like a bigger plan with that Avengers game, and mm-hmm. obviously didn't do as well as they wanted it to. Oh, when it tanked, I think they bailed. Like yeah. Um, you know, then they, they started releasing extra characters, and the only one that's any different is Spider-Man, because then it was like She-Hulk. Well, that's another Hulk. And then there's, yeah. you know, Lady Thor. That's just Thor. So it's just, yeah, exactly. It's a weird game. Like, it's just a reskin, basically. We'll play, we'll play Gotham Knights at some point. Just I want to play it, but I just, at this point, like, I'm, I'm, I'd rather take the Outriders. Yeah, I'm not I'd excited. Have some patches. I'm not excited to play it anymore at all. 
I almost think like because of the backlash, maybe it does get a performance mode down the road. So maybe. I mean, we'll see there, if they care. If they had plans just, for it beyond this. My sure. thing about it, which I was, you know, I was telling my buddy, is like, how long is it going to take from the release of Gotham Knights until we get the inevitable? Here's our roadmap, you know, to fix <laughs> the game. I don't know how far. Like, it's got to be next week already. Do you think they have to put that out? Do you think? Um, do you think it's that, or do you think it's more likely they don't really talk about it until after they get this first thing out, and then in a couple years, uh, the studio is just absorbed back into WB? Does it exist anymore? <laughs> I okay, don't know. Second, like, that's the second time you guys have fucked up a Batman game. Goodbye. It's for real. Like it's like, and that was the thing. Like, and that was the big thing for me being skeptical about this game too. From the beginning, it's like, okay, I know who's making it. It's not the Rocksteady because mm-hmm. they're working on Suicide Squad, which I have to imagine will be a game that's probably competent. Hope so. so when it does come at out, they're point, taking their time. At this so, point, it better be or this whole like round of Batman stuff is done. For sure. But like I have more faith in them because they have too. produced good products yeah. in the past. Montreal has not produced a good Batman game. So yeah, how come none of the reviews talked about the scale of the cars versus the people in this game? Because oh, my God. Remember in the last game, Batman the was Firefly bigger fight? than cars. He was literally bigger than the car in that fight. Yes. Um, Boy, that game sure was bad. <laughs> yeah, I just like I read I read through. You know, to be fair, I didn't read any of the like the quote unquote good reviews for Gotham Knights. I read the four yeah. and the five, and they both said the same kind of things. Like, it's you're just going to get bogged down by everything. I I watched some people play it for about thirty okay. minutes co op. Okay. It's it's choppy. It's real choppy. Okay. I mean, obviously, That's like I'm I watching it on YouTube, so I'm not getting what they're seeing, but for sure, it's choppy, and that's not good. For sure. Um, and for them, like, I, and for reading about the combat, like, there's no counter system in this game. Weird. That's the whole fucking point of the Batman That's combat. Exactly. It created like uh, Rocksteady created this. Yes, they invented that. Spider Man yeah. used it, and it's great. Like. It was great there. That's yeah. what people want for that 3D combat type stuff. So for them to rework know. the combat, which was arguably the best part about those games, <laughs> probably a mistake. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, for, for for me, like I said, that went from a Black Friday purchase to like, I'm just going to wait a while. Yeah. Like, we don't need to play right now. Nope. There's no rush. Nope. Like, especially for a game that like, I don't think the story of this Batman game is going to, you know, change the rules about Batman or anything like that for me. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. So as always, uh, thanks again for all your emails that you sent in uh, podcast, five seventy two gmail.com is where you can send the emails in. We enjoy them all yes. game recommendations, whatever, uh, everything, you know, please continue to email in. Uh, other than that, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We'll be back in another two weeks with another edition of podcast 572. Thank, Thank you, you everyone. all for listening.